Yo, bitch, we got an extra shit that we put on Spotify. Go uh, subscribe or give us money or whatever the hell you're supposed to do and, and get to it. <laughs> yeah, this is very new to us since we started using Anchor, but you can apparently have it. So if people subscribe to your podcast on Spotify, um, you can hear exclusive audio clips. So... We took a, a bit to get started this week. Yes, we did. And it's a bunch of unrelated shit, but it's <laughs> really funny. Off. And yeah, it's, it's just goofy shit. So I haven't turned on subscriptions by the time we're recording this. So I don't know what uh, it's going to look like. We'll find but, out that um, adventure as we go along. <laughs> yeah. At the very worst, um, the next time we do a show, we'll have it figured out. And I can tell you how to listen to the stuff from this week's show. But, you know, it's whatever. It wasn't even stuff we referenced on the show. It's just if you want to hear some extra stuff, I'm not yeah. even going to set the subscription price to be very high because, you know, I don't know how many of these we're going to do. But, sure. um, yeah, so check that out and enjoy the show. <laughs> My cousin Walter jerked off in public once. True story. He was on a plane to New Mexico and all of a sudden the hydraulics went. The plane started spinning around going out of control. So he decides it's all over, whips it out, and starts beating it right there. So all the other passengers take a cue from him, and they start whipping it out and beating it like mad. So all the passengers are beating off, plummeting to their certain doom, when all of a sudden, the hydraulics kick back in, and the plane rights itself. It lands safely, and everyone puts their pieces or whatever, you know, away and deboard. Nobody mentions the phenomenon to anyone else. Well, did he come or not? Jesus Christ, man! There's just some things you don't talk about on Going Off with Rap Critic and Muse! I was at work, right? And... Oh my god, what? Wait, (laughs) is this gonna be related to Jack and Off? No, 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 We were about to die in this car accident, and we were careening, and it was like, ah, fuck it, might as well Jack Off. It was the at work jerk. No. (laughs) I've been trying to make it a point every day to listen to new albums... Well, not new albums, but albums I've never listened to before. Right, right. And I have an example of something I came across, and that's what I wanted to share with you here in a couple minutes. But first, I was reminded how much I really like the Mallrats soundtrack. Mmm. Mallrats is, um... A bad movie. It's yes. not good. No. <laughs> and like, even as someone who loved Kevin Smith movies oh. and came, came I, I know, right? Came through it backwards. I, I started off, I think it was like either Dogma came out and my mom only let me watch some of it. So it kind of started like the, ooh, uh, I gotta see, you know, what's going on. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, Jane Silent Bob, that's the silly one. So yeah, let me watch that one. And just, so I kind of, and then of course I watched Clerks. And so I kind of came at it through that. And then Mallrats was the last one. And it was kind of like, well, if I loved everything that happened before, <laughs> Get a load of what's coming on this one. And then it's just like, <laughs> like, what in the fuck? Like, how is this the second movie? Like, what is happening? How is he this bad in direction where it feels like things take a step back where he's like fucking, like, they'll flub lines and shit and they'll just like keep it in. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, that was clearly incorrect. Or like the staging will be in this way where it feels like they're on a literal stage where it feels like they have to like cheat to the camera. You know, when you're on stage, you do that sort of thing and you're just like, what is happening right now? This is supposed to be imitating real life, not like I'm clearly watching a stage play. Like, why are you directing like a fucking Tyler Perry movie, dude? Like, There's a part in the movie, and they included it on the soundtrack because they have bits of dialogue. Oh, little snippets, oh. And one of them is the Cousin Walter story, but 
And that's oh how I was God. reminded of it. And foolishly, I thought huh, that would make a good intro for the show. But <laughs> another clip was their conversation about when they find out that one of them's ex-girlfriend that is seeing Ben Affleck's character from Fashionable Male, and he's an asshole, they have this conversation that is so fast and f- like it like the pace of everyone's line 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 there's no room to breathe like there's n- clearly not here listening to each other yeah <laughs> no it's so fucking quick in that minute i realized holy fuck man like i knew this movie was bad prior to a fashionable male beat a rain check into my stomach shannon hamilton you know that guy yeah i went out with him after we dated he tried to scream me some more very uncomfortable ones what like the back of a volkswagen sounds like a zemo can you get up am i still glowing barely breathing so was renee involved in any of this no this was an independent act of aggression he told me that his intentions were to penetrate my ex-girlfriend in the most notorious of body cavities sounds just like him oh, you better tell renee i'll let him do whatever the hell he wants if she's not smart enough to see him for what he is then she deserves the discomfort <laughs> we're not like incompetent but <laughs> like Clerks had a great soundtrack too. Fucking Batman Forever, <laughs> I think, right? Because that was the one with the fucking kiss from a rose and the Method Man song, and like, it's like Jesus Christ. I think that's the one. It also has a fucking uh, damned cover performed by the Offspring. Smash it up. It's good. Anyway, I'm so nostalgic for the Mallrats soundtrack. The fucking uh, Social is a great song. Possibly Weezer's best song, Suzanne, where they just shoehorned in at the end of the movie. Where it's like, oh, by the way, Jay and Silent Bob will be back with this orangutan in a different movie. And the orangutan will be named Suzanne. And you're going to forget that. Oh, wow. Yeah, they did end up doing that. That did end up paying off in the movie, the Jay and Silent Bob movie, didn't it? Yeah. That was the, and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was the first one I saw. (laughs) So then, and then I absolutely had to like follow the breadcrumbs back and watch all the other ones to even get any of the references in that fucking movie. Right. Like, it's one of those things. I remember actually, uh, you know, on the review of New Podcast, uh, when we reviewed those movies, I remember talking right. about, like, having that experience of watching the movie just as someone, like, as a kid, just watching it, just enjoying the goofiness, and then being like, wait, what the fuck is that a reference to? I don't get that. And it just feels like a random thing they're saying. And then coming back to the reference and then being like, well, that wasn't clever. You just said the thing. <laughs> like, you just divorced it from the context and then made it less funny. It, it's, it would only be funny to someone who does And, like, it kind of gets you to understand, like, how humor works, you know, in that way when you kind of hear it backwards. You're like, wait, that's why that joke doesn't work when I just heard it, like, randomly because it was like, I didn't know what was supposed to be happening. You're just supposed to be going, oh, oh, he said the thing, you know, say the line, Bart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was literally engaging in that in his career, like, so early in it. You know, like. Now, you reminded me of something else, and I'll eventually get back to what I wanted to say, but you reminded me of references and comedy and how things work. So, I was on TikTok. It, 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 there needs to be different layers. It needs to be, you can get it if you understand the original reference, but you can also enjoy it in the new context, right? That's how yes. you're supposed to work, you know? Like, yeah. So, I came across a, a PSA on TikTok, and it was Bette Mittler. Oh, and, <laughs> and Bette Mittler is staring at the camera very like she's actually giving it a side glance. She's like looking ahead, but her eyes are like darted at the camera. And she's like, don't ever throw trash out your car on the highway because I will find you or something like that. Listen to me. 
Do not, I repeat, do not ever throw a bottle or can out of your car window onto the highway. If you do, I will follow your car, I will come to your house, and I will tell you to your face, take it back, recycle it, and believe me, I can get very nasty. Holy shit! Remember the episode of The Simpsons when it was the Krusty Comeback special and Bart and Lisa had to hunt down all these celebrities and they found Bette Mittler and she was on the side of the road picking up litter and Snake, the uh, the convict, drives by in, in his sports car and he throws a piece of trash outside, like oh, out wow. the window of his car. And Bette Mittler grabs it, like crunches the can, just like runs full speed <laughs> after the car after him. Like jumps onto the side of the car, throws the trash into his window, and he like spirals out of control and hits something, and the car explodes. He just got middled. <laughs> yeah, like it's just Snake going, "Oh no, Bet Mittler!" Like he's seen the commercial and knows. So, see now, when I saw that episode of The Simpsons and I saw that bit, I just thought it's so absurd. That Bette Mittler would take littering so personal that she would kill someone for doing so it. <laughs> but now, now that I know that that bit on the show was a reference to this very specific PSA that aired at the time. Oh, so she did that. I thought you were saying it was like a new TikTok thing. Oh, wow. Wait. No, no. Yeah. That now it almost makes the joke less funny in my head because... It's not random. It's a, yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was something that the writers of The Simpsons created, not a reference to something else. And I don't know if that is like a thing or if that only works in my brain, but that got me thinking when Mystery Science Theater came back on Netflix for its like relaunch, something about the show to me wasn't as funny as the older episodes were. And mm. whenever they would make references to, like, current day pop culture things, it would kind of come off as, like, kind of corny. Yeah, like trying to be like, hey, look, we're, 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 we're new, we're hip, you know? Right. But then I think about it, and I'm like, well, wait a second. The references on the episodes back then... Oh, right, I get what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> those were references to things at the time, too. Yeah. But I didn't know about it because I wasn't like conscious at the time. So I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, it's like, is it just because you just didn't have the experience with it first? It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know if anyone is gonna resonate with that or if that's relatable yeah. to anybody. But you're just going off. You're just going off, going off on your bits. Like, hey, you guys ever notice this bit, Midler? <laughs> yeah, I'm just rattling these off real quick. But the, the last one I had here. Um, so I'm listening to different albums every week. And I'm basically just going mm. through my Spotify library of albums that I've liked over the past few months, but never actually took the time to sit down and listen to. Mm -hmm. Just to kind of check them off or like, yeah, I want to buy that at some point. Just, you know, clearing uh, clearing it out, kind of doing spring cleaning, so to speak, in February. Mm. So I came across an album called uh, by the band The Flirts. Okay. It's this like poppy new wave girl group album from 83. 
and and their first album called 10 cents for a dance i think was actually pretty fun and just like harmless just kind of like you know like you know pop music from the 80s then i listened to the follow-up called born to flirt and it was not nearly as good Mm. I'll, i'll just i'll just tell you there's unfortunately a song on the album called Oriental Boy. Oh, man. <laughs> and that unfortunately is kind of related with the Lady Gaga album, but we'll get to that. There's a song on that album called Teenage Werewolf, I Was A, uh, okay? <laughs> this, is the, this is the song I need you to hear. Where because um, it's 1983, and it's really bad. <laughs> They're trying to do like a kind of a rap thing. What is this? Oh my god. God. Oh my. What in the world? What? Stop it, don't stop it. Who are these people? <laughs> Did they do Voulez-vous? That no, that's it? ABBA. Who the hell are these people? The flirts. What's their big hit? They don't have one. Oh, I'm trying to figure out, like, how am I supposed to know who this you is? You don't. You don't. <laughs> it's just this. It was the 80s, and... It, it, is, it was time for the ladies. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that little. Do, 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 do. Yeah. That always makes shit sound cheaper. I don't know why. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, so as I'm listening to this, my eye is looking over to the video for Caribbean Queen. Have you seen this video? Um, no, I don't think so. That's a bit. Is that Billy Ocean? My Billy Ocean. Go, go, go take a gander as long as we're going off. Okay, <laughs> sure. Because I've seen the music video for uh, Get Out of My Dreams and oh, Into My Car. Have you seen that one? one or is it, oh, excuse me, Lover Boy. Look up the video for Lover Boy. Lover Boy. Oh, okay. Yep, 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 yep. Dramatic and, electronic music, the closed and, captioning says. And before uh, you even think about it, nope, it's not from that movie. What movie? Uh, just, just watch. Oh. What the fuck? This sounds dope. I'll give it that. Someone with 
with like a TV for a head. <laughs> okay. I've absolutely heard this song though. Right, right. As soon as you get to that hook, you're like, oh snap, that's oh, so the 80s one. r and song, yeah. Oh my god, man. So, so I, I came across this video. And I was like, what in the world? I, I don't know if you want to keep watching it. it, 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 it I'm, I'm still looking at it. I can't look away from it. <laughs> it doesn't get uh, any less weird. This weird li lizard man. <laughs> and there's like Jawas in the background <laughs> with like light up eyes. Yeah, the, the, such a specific imagery. <laughs> so much coke, man. Had to have been. The year was 1984. <laughs> There's just a dancing sailor <laughs> ape man. <laughs> and then the video just spirals off into space. Now we're back in space. And there's a lizard guy who looks like he's singing the lyrics, but he's not. Like, he's moving his head in a way where it seems like he might be like, no. into the lyrics. No, <laughs> he's, he, he's just going... <laughs> 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 but the lyrics are happening at the same time while his head's moving, so you're like, were they supposed to try to stick that up? You're like, is that supposed to be the, like, representation of Billy in the song? Yeah, and, and, and then he's fucking Lando Calrissian in another scene over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I. So, I, I, I had to look this up because I came across this and I'm like, what in the world is happening? Yeah. And here's the explanation. The year was 1984, and a little music video called Thriller had just come out. <laughs> oh, no. Put some elbow grease in these videos, you know what I mean? Make them really look good. Because the whole time I'm like, this is such distinct imagery. Is this from a movie? Is this from, like, Dune 2 or some shit? Some weird fucking uh, uh, kangaroo Jones and the and the something about his face. You know, these weird-ass 80s movies? Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, like, and the plan from outer space or whatever the fuck. But no, it's just that they were thinking, oh shit, music videos, after that thriller shit, music videos are about to be a big fuck deal. So let's just throw a bunch of money at, in costume design at a music video. And this is going to be the shit... <laughs> But it looks so embarrassing now because it's like, what the hell are they doing? Like, because <laughs> like, everyone's just standing around aimlessly, you know, it's not leading to anything. And no, the like, one guy <laughs> some of the costumes look pretty good. Like, I got to give them credit for that. But it doesn't make sense. No one's doing anything. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing that happens is one guy comes up, the guy we've been seeing with the lizard face, shoots that guy with the laser blaster, and then just grabs the woman and runs off. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then they like, just go there, off. Like There wasn't even anything happening. We're not sure if she was, like, kidnapped, if he's the hero, if he's a villain. It's just like... You know, the, honestly, it seems like a commentary in and of itself. You know, it's like, hey, sometimes in wild space, man, there's just guys just just taking women at their leisure. You know, it's it's a crazy space out there. You know, <laughs> I like, I understand at a certain time period, especially around '84, like MTV was what '81. It really oh, no, was. I'm sorry, the very last second, it's just like after all the writing on the oh. beach, it just cuts to the lizard man just in front of the camera, just going, ah, just raising his hand in front of oh. a like awkward looking white light. Billy Ocean's Lover Boy. When you think of Lover Boy, think of this weird ass fucking video, guys. <laughs> and he fucking. 
Why did it put a growl? <laughs> Why did it have to end with a big scary animal noise? It's so weird. And you know what's weird? It's like, it's the song Loverboy. And like, you know, when you get to that hook, it's like, Lover, Lover. Like, it's such Lover, a, boy. like, innocuous 80s song. You know, it's not like a, you know, Devo weird ass thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> So it just defies explanation why it's so intense like this. I do, oh, because like I understand at the time, if you're someone like Billy Ocean, you're not exactly the most charismatic person. You right. kind of, you know, you just kind of you you going but, along but with the wave. But you're a big wave. pop star, right? You know, you're a big pop star. But yeah, like what sets you apart? What's gonna get your song on MTV? Of course, you need a cool video because the first day, the first few months of MTV. So many of the videos are so boring because it's just yeah, the promotional videos we had lying live. around. Yeah, yeah. No one gave a shit about MTV. Now it was like, oh my god, MTV is making stars. You need to have your video on there for your song to be a hit, pretty much. Yeah. So Billy took a fucking chance, or someone, whoever at the label was like, yeah, hey. someone high up was like, all right, we know this is gonna do big numbers. Maybe we can quadruple the numbers by jumping on this MJ music video long form train. God yeah. damn, dude, that... I, I watched so much VH1 Classic back in the day. I am amazed I never saw this you one. You didn't come across that one? <laughs> I never saw this one. Uh, that the internet is, be recovering jewels. <laughs> that's incredible. I'm putting that last... Ladies and gentlemen, for your viewing pleasure, definitely give it a give it a look yourself. Yeah, and, and that dude at the last frame of the video, he's going in the thumbnail. <laughs> People need to see that. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting Billy Ocean's Loverboy. Wow, man. I, I wish I had something to combat that. I don't. <laughs> but. I mean, the Bette Midler thing was quite oh, interesting. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah, that's true. We got started talking about fucking if I was a, uh, I was a teenage werewolf and that awful hip-hop, hip-hop, whatever that oh guy in the God. background was doing. What I don't know. What the world was happening? They were <laughs> trying like, every fucking thing to get that fucking like, song we, over. We've heard of hip-hop. Let's try a little, you know, let, basically it's like the TomTom uh, twins or whatever the heck. Remember, oh, the TomTom Club, yeah. Yeah, remember there was that whole awkward thing. It was like, we don't really know what hip-hop sounds like, but it's like when someone goes, what the fuck is happening? Like, do you think, like, black rappers are, like, you know, mythical creatures from, like, fucking uh, where the wild things are? <laughs> like, you know? Of course, you need a hoopsie bubba. Hoopsie bubba. You gotta have some dog noises, and then you have someone going, James Brown? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. James you, Brown. You know what I think it was? I think they were probably imitating that guy who does the double dutch bus. I think that's all gonna come out by that time. Maybe that's what they were going oh. for. Because <laughs> I just don't know what else they could be referencing. Look, man, like... But you are quite creative musically. <laughs> it hasn't aged particularly well, but seeing as it was fucking sampled... By Mariah Carey. Right, it's kind of been grandfathered in. And Lotto, like, it's culturally relevant. And even though it is just two white people from Talking Heads, you know, <laughs> weirdly specific. trying their hand people. at it, it, it worked. I've seen other people say with confidence that David Byrne has autism. Yeah, I think I remember hearing that, yeah. But something that I'd heard watching this documentary about Talking Heads back in the day was that they were doing their albums, and then David Byrne would... He just silently quit the band and didn't tell anybody. What the fuck? How do you he do just, that? 
you just stop showing up and you just start uh-huh. working on your own stuff and don't tell the rest of the band. Dude, so, I'd be so mad. I'd be like, dude, you're like the they main were. guy. <laughs> they were really pissed off. Holy but now shit. I'm sitting here like, oh no, it, it makes sense though. I get that now. And I wonder if, uh. if, if the other members of the band are like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that when they did the Tom hmm. Tom Club song? They were like, oh, shit, we gotta try to strike it out on our own. <laughs> this um, motherfucker's just see, leaving us naked, twisting in the wind. Fear of Music came out. That's the album with Life During Wartime and everything. But yeah, between that album... album title, Fear of Music. <laughs> Fear of Music. And the next album, the one we, we reviewed, uh, Remain in Light, mm. it was between those two albums where David just, like, left. Wait, are you telling me David... Bird wasn't on that album we were listening to with the fuck. No, he, he was. <laughs> they got the band back together, but there like, was a time go, period. Then someone had to go like, dude, you know we're like making money from this, right? <laughs> like, what are you yeah, doing? Like, th- <laughs> this right here, this is working. Can you please like? We've got a great thing going. Dude, I, I really wish someone could just have that pep talk for so many bands from these eras. Just be like, guys, guys, stop fucking up. Like, we can just, we can just keep making money. You know that, right? Like, yeah. how much money, more money could have been made if they would just stop fucking around? <laughs> but yeah, I, I just thought that was very fascinating to find out that, yeah, he just up and left. And they, and they, had, they didn't even find out from him. They were like, oh, David's got some music out. Dude, you know they were like, <laughs> you know they were having that fucking, uh, you know, they're in the studio, like, and there's like, uh, hey, well, you know, I kind of want to put in my little contribution. Let me work on this, and, uh, and he's not showing up, and he's just like, well, <laughs> as long as he's not here, hey, let me, let me put on uh, something I've been thinking about, and they just <laughs> having that slow realization, and they're just like, hey, is he not? Is it? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're thinking you're having like a free day or something like that. Oh, oh shit, I'm Apple D app and I'm going to finally get my solo track. And then you're like, wait, is Black Eyed Peas just not a thing anymore? Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the studio after hours. You're fucking laying down tracks. The fucking band manager comes in and has to put the hand on your shoulder. It's over, pal. Oh, no. I didn't have the heart Let to tell you. Go, I saw you been really putting in the hours, putting in the man hours, the blood, sweat, and tears. No one's going to hear this, man. This ain't getting oh, released. Yeah, Fergie did. She's putting down her and, and you know, it, well, I am having, I mean, the Apple DM's having the moment where he's just like, oh, no, I, I mean, I guess I heard that song, but I just thought it was like a, <laughs> you know, like. Not oh, realizing no. how, how he's slowly being rolled over. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. You're not going to be getting uh, any money for a while. <laughs> I hope you saved up. Uh, you're right at the whims of the, like their fame. You're just like, oh, the slow realization. Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to pay my car note this month. <laughs> yeah, I just bought a house, Will. <laughs> what are you telling me? <laughs> Tell oh, me, no. tell me it's not true. Say it ain't so. <laughs> Fergie, Stacy, what is this? Oh my god. Oh, um. Let's, uh. Yeah. Let's get to oh, yeah, and I guess the Grammys happened, but you know. Oh, how could I possibly forget Music's Biggest Night? But I didn't watch it. After all of that, it was like, oh yeah, by the way. And we didn't like, do Grammy predictions. We didn't yeah. do anything this year. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, I feel like the curtain gets back, pulled back more and more when you're just kind of saying like, oh, yeah, it's just a bunch of people who are like famous just sitting in a room and 
You know, is it like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mike, the snare was right. And the Grammys really don't mean anything. They just don't matter to anyone. Although, I mean, it was nice to see uh, Kendrick win for the hard part five for, I think it's like a best, uh, Saw a best rap song or something to that effect. So I was like, okay, you know, they're acknowledging something. And I think uh, Wait for You by Future and Drake won for like best, you know, it was like melodic performance rap or something like that. And out of the songs that were nominated, I was like, well, okay, you know, I see that. Because uh, I do remember liking that song, especially over the other songs that were nominated. Like one of it was like Jack Harlow or some shit. I loved seeing Kim Petras and Sam Smith win first out trans woman in the pop duo or group category and you know that's historic everyone was talking about wendy carlos as the actual first um transgender woman to Mm. win a grammy but that was oh my god so fucking long ago so people were actually talking about that for once and that was cool everyone's pissed off about the fucking unholy performance at least the tucker carlson types so wait i I didn't see any like the performances i saw just seemed like classical music and sort of like jazz and so i didn't see any like mainstream pop stuff when i clicked through well i mean i didn't see the full performance but from what i saw the stage was on fire uh kim petras was dancing in a go-go cage and sam smith was on stage wearing a fucking top hat with devil horns in it and Uh, everyone just going it's satan holy shit it's fucking satan people want to make cool shit and so they use like cool imagery it must mean that it's the devil (laughs) like you know like, like, they're seriously being like, look, y'all, we've been telling you it's been demonic for years. I don't know how much more proof you need. It's right there in front of you. They're not even being subtle about it anymore. And we're just like, no, we're not. <laughs> and you know what it is? It's one of those things where it's like, you, you, you think you're so clever, don't you? <laughs> like, oh, you, you know, think like, you figured it out. Guys, the devil horns? But what if it means, like, they're actually worshiping the devil, like... Brilliant deduction. <laughs> you found out these evil, these evil conglomerate that's controlling the world. You figured it out. Congratulations, you smart cookie, you. You know? It's like when I'm watching wrestling and there's a pay-per-view coming up and a, and a ladder match is going to be on the card. We got to climb the ladder to get the fucking title. And it's like the last show before the pay-per-view and someone in the ring who's in the match pulls the ladder in the ring, sets it up and sits on it. And one of the commentators goes, is that ladder symbolic of the ladder match? Like, (laughs) no, it's literally just a ladder. It's not symbolic of anything. It's a ladder. It's a hat with horns on it. (laughs) Right. It Uh. just looks cool. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we got Lady Gaga and we got DMX. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And the, how we just happen to have these two albums fall into our laps are uh, thanks for Kofi. Yes. And that uh, is uh, ko-fi.com slash going off. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. I like... <laughs> ko dash and uh that called slash i, I just i was sitting here going it. when i say slash if he says slash i'm asking him what that is because he said that for three weeks and now i'm not letting him get him away with it anymore he thinks he's slick thinks he's getting one past me you gotta wake up a little earlier than that buddy no, no but it's uh, slash going off. That's G-O-I-N-O-F-F. That's how you get there. And you can request an album to be reviewed on a future episode of the show. How about that? Boy, yeah. it's easy. 
I just we like to dash into the slash anymore. Rhyme. You know, the, 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 I'm a simple man. <laughs> simple. All I want is money for the fame. I'm a simple man. We went two different directions with our. Uh... Oh, we did. <laughs> Holy shit. When does that ever happen? Yeah. Um, oh, how, how many minds will we be of the uh, music we'll be listening to tonight? Let's see. Uh, let's start. What do you say? I'm thinking of uh, the Lady Gaga first. First? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Requested by, what? Well, of course, Dr. Goadman. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <You> can't escape. <laughs> the I know, what he has. of the Goadman. <laughs> Goatman's coming through, man. I, I, I gotta say, and their requests Goatman are always... holding our fates in their uh, hoof. <laughs> yes, in their cloven <laughs> hoof. So this is the Born This Way 10th Anniversary RC. Wait, what? <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Did we listen to different ones? Born This Way, yeah. But it's the Born This Way... 10th anniversary with the five track bonus disc. Did you listen to that? Ah, fuck. Oh, no. Well, hey. Oh, no. That's what I'm here for. I've ruined it now. I hope I can't sleep and then I dream about it. And when I dream, I I hope I can't dream and then I scream about it. (laughs) And then you cry. My conscience eats at me and I can't dream without me. (laughs) Shut up, Yus. I'm trying to talk. I'm doing a disgrace, a disservice. I'm a disgrace to the rap mu- music reviewing I'm profession. distressed. <laughs> no, see, what we got here, we got the full album, which, you know, I I, I assume we both listened to. Yeah, and, yeah. And the bonus disc is, seriously, it's just, wait. I did listen to the bonus DMX songs, uh, if that's any consolation. Ugh, uh, I, I tried, <laughs> I bailed. But anyway. <laughs> so... Because it's the 10th anniversary of the release of the original album, we got six tracks that are covers of the songs from the album by popular artists of today, ranging in popularity. We've got Kylie Minogue covering Marry the Night. We've got Judas covered by Big Frida. We got Highway Unicorn covered by the Highway Women, Britney Spencer, and and Madeline Edwards. Is this on Spotify? Because I don't... Yeah. Yeah, you you just got to look up Born This Way, 10th Anniversary. It's a two-disc thing. The the second disc of the six tracks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I didn't see this. Damn. Hey, it's all good. This is just us being even for the uh, Jaden Smith thing where we listened to the two different things and I fucked up there. Mm. You and I covered by Ben Platt, who is, I think, in the the Book of Mormon and a couple other things. You're the Judas. <laughs> Edge of Glory covered by Years and Years, and this is the one that's gonna hurt. Born This Way covered by oh. Orville Peck. Oh. Wait, no. That honestly, in my opinion, oh. is really the only reason to listen to the second oh, disc, because no. the rest of it's... Yeah, well, I'll get there. I'll get there. Uh, <laughs> well, at least Orville Peck represented. Oh, absolutely. I thought, I thought you were about to go. I, I was feeling like that. It's a damn shame. <laughs> I was like, no, no. no. Or- Orville Peck always delivers. I gotta okay, say that. Okay, I'm a, has I'm yet like to disappoint. Right. So, I, I think I'd mentioned this on a recent episode that Lady Gaga has a tendency. Hmm. I, I would say up until Chromatica, I would say Chromatica might be her best overall album like it's solid almost the whole way through or at least the ratio to uh, like smashes versus passes is better than previous albums and i'm sitting here thinking 
I remember Born This Way being really good, at least half right. of it. And I went back and I listened to it. You know what? I was right. I remembered correctly. And <laughs> half this album <laughs> right. is really good. Absolutely. And then there's a stretch. Oh. <laughs> and I, I'm, I, I took note of this. Because it's because it's pertinent, okay? Okay. How many streams the songs have on Spotify? Oh, let me look. Uh, Marry the Night has 98 million. Okay. Born This Way has 464 million. Oh, that's a smasher. Government Hooker has 55. <laughs> Judas has 282 hey. million. Americano has 40. Ah. Hair has 39. Hmm. Shiza has 42. Shiza. We'll get to that. Bloody Mary has 220 million. Yeah, jeez. Bad Kids has 16 million. <laughs> Highway Unicorn has 14 million. <laughs> Heavy Metal Love has 24 million. And Electric Chapel has 15 million. That stretch between Bad Kids... Mm. Highway Unicorn, Heavy Metal mm. Love, and Electric Chapel, mm. you can cut that yeah. whole chunk of the album out, and you're not missing anything. <laughs> I enjoyed Electric Chapel enough for what it's doing. I think it's interesting. Both of these albums that we're reviewing have, like, weirdly religious themes. <laughs> Electric Chapel at least had a good, uh, it had, a, it had that really sick guitar solo. Yeah, and, and that, you know, uh, church chime bell, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I thought that, like, that hit just right, you know what I mean? Um, but let's, let's, let's go through it, because there's some discussion to be had. See, this the... is why I think it might be a main eventer, but we'll see, we'll see. Oh, okay. Because I imagine we're going to have different, differing opinions on here, but again, let's start at the top. Let's start okay. at the top. Let's go so, all the way back to yeah, uh, Mary yeah. the Night. So, so as someone who, like, I, I always deserve myself, like, rooting for Lady Gaga, because, you know, they like, when someone comes up, like, right around the time of, like, when you turn, like, 17 or 18, that's kind of, like, the music of your time, you know what I mean? So, the like, music you listen to in high school is going right. to stick with you forever. Yes, yeah, and and she's the weird girl, and I'm in art school, so it's kind of like, oh, of course we got to root yeah. for this I mean, who, who else are we, who else is there? Oh, Katy Perry? Okay, well, of course, between the Ooh. two, I'm going for, you know what I mean? God, uh, but, yeah. If I had to put my money up, um, and I remember, there's no choice there. Yeah, and I'm as I as I come to these singles, I remember having that moment of like, oh yeah, and I remember like this feeling that this was also like a smasher of an album because like I remember really liking the hit singles like Edge of Glory and, and Born This Way. Like you know Ooh. what I'm saying? Those are really big. Like uh, that that song fucking means something to people. You know what I mean? Like, Undeniable. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sta standing the test of time too like yeah. still even after um, 10 years these songs are smashes and so like I rem so I feel like I came away from this album enjoying it more than I think it's the third album that we reviewed from last time Art Pop yeah Art Pop came after this one yeah so I find it interesting it's kind of like the one assumes there to be like the oh the the third album I mean the second album is kind of like the sophomore slope but I was actually listening I was like hmm I think she's really consistent with this one not fully as we will discuss 
But I actually it's definitely think, a step up from the fame. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, right. Like she doesn't really know who she is on the fame. And while there no. is like definitely promise, like this one feels a lot more realized into who she is, and I think it yeah. pays off a lot more. Um, so it's one of those things where yeah, you get a step up in terms of like her personality, you know, coming through in the music. Um, with now, I will say, Mary the Night kind of starts off on a bit of a like step down because as I'm listening to it, my brain is just going. This just sounds like I'm on the edge of glory. This just sounds like first draft oh. I'm on the edge of glory. You know what I mean? <laughs> like as I'm listening to it, like and it's like it's not even that it's bad. It's just I you like there, there's two levels of shit like this where it's like both give me the same vibes and yeah, I love it so much. And then there's that ooh, that one gives it to me so much more that I can't help but feel like this one isn't as cool. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's how I felt about the first track, right? Oh. Then we get born this way. Uh, uh. Wait, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. We can't just blow past Mary the Night though. Not not like that. Not that quick. It's a solid track. It definitely is, and especially in the third verse, I, I remember there being like the synths are kind of like shiny, and they kind of like have their moment. They come in and really like you know snazz things up a bit. But I just couldn't shake the feeling that it was just like I don't know. I feel like this just isn't hitting as hard as the way this is making me feel about the other track and how it's reminding me of it. You know, just uh, rhythmically. I don't I, know. Uh, I, uh, it, it, it definitely hit me more, especially because of how slow it is to start, but then it just really fucking hits you with the chorus, and then the song only gets, like, more and more intense, and by the end, it's just, like, it has in your feels. The music drops mm. out, she's just kind of doing it a cappella. Mm. I think I enjoy Marry the Night more now in hindsight than I do Edge of Glory. Even though at the time, mm. I liked Edge of Glory way more. The lyrics and what she's saying and how it puts you in, like, the real world of where she is, right? Like, been lace on my boots, throwing some leather and cruise down the streets that I love on my fishnet gloves, I'm a sinner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do like that, the idea of this person who's just like, so much of this album feels so 80s, like... You know, uh, yeah. like uh, cosplaying 80s, you know, like if we're, you know, it's the San Junipero future and like we can live in whatever decade we want and like, well, I want to live in the 80s, you know. And so when the music gives me that Cindy Lauper 80s Alphaville, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know exactly that feel I'm talking about. I'm just like, yeah. oh, I get cozy in it. So like, yeah, like it gave me a little bit of that feel, but I feel like I got it so much better on later tracks that like okay. even as I come back it, like, you know, when you do like I've listened to the whole album. Album, and it's like how now how does the first track hold up again it's like mm, nah i just felt like i was getting you know uh, what happened later a little stronger you know but the oh, lyrics wow. i definitely can't take away from it but uh yeah it just didn't all the way come through in terms of like the presentation for for me for me and then we get born this way the progressive religious and a furry at the first couple of lines is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, like no matter what sexuality, that's right. Like or capital H I M. I was like, I, I mean, I guess you could be related. You know, okay, you know, yeah, fine. Like, put your paws up. Okay, what are you? You're getting so specific. <laughs> well, well, the paws are the monsters. Are yeah, no, I know. Monsters. I, I know. But I just think it's so funny, just the wording where it's like she words things so weirdly particular, and of course that's you know the weirdo. You know what I mean? But I, it's just so like it just makes you think. Too quickly we're like wait what <laughs> how, how much love are we showing right here oh to all the scalies out there <laughs> when, <laughs> when when we talked about uh plastic beach and we were talking about the the kind of failed world building mm. and how there was there seemed like there was something very interesting mm. happening there but then it kind of fell apart it never comes to fruition yeah 
Uh, that's how I kind of felt about Chromatica also, where it was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, there's like, there's like this futuristic planet, this neo-futuristic planet, and the music videos kind of give you a little bit of like that imagery, especially the videos for uh, Stupid Love, like they're out in the desert and they got these really funky costumes on, and it's really making you think like, wow, we're gonna like spend some time on Chromatica, that's cool, and then you really don't, and it's like, oh... Mm-hmm. Well, okay, that sucks. Then you watch the music video for Born This Way. And it's like Lady Gaga is born, but then there's oh also my God, this like epic, yeah, the alien. <laughs> yeah, there's Christ. like her like it's it's her personality or like it's her being split into two. That that's why in the in the song so much of the song they keep saying same DNA. They're talking about these two creatures oh <laughs> that share the same DNA. They're like the they're like polar opposites, but they're two sides of the same coin. And Jeez. it's like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. And they don't spend any more time. Yeah, on I don't it. remember that feeling that it. way at all. Like that something like that was happening. You know, like it's not like a. You know, wouldn't that be cool if, like, if some of these songs had that feel of like that uh, uh, stylo song where it's like one verse is happening and then you're kind of hearing something else and maybe it's kind of like con- contrasting what she's saying or something like that. That would be really cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's it's totally unrelated. And then like you look at videos for um, Edge of Glory and you and I and they've got nothing to do with it like I don't even think I don't remember the music video for Judas but I don't even think the music video for Judas I, has anything to do with it I, like, what yeah, the fuck happened I do remember liking that video though that that was the smasher for me that was her you know like a prayer where it's like okay alright you know I gotta step it up in terms of the you know religious spiciness you know what I mean like <laughs> Judas is hands down my favorite song on the whole album oh for like, sure okay yeah I'm glad we got that <laughs> we, we're you know. evil we're of one mind on at least one thing for sure I, Judas I is fucking awesome. love Judas so goddamn much. Judas I'm is just such in love a, with Judas, baby. Jesus is my virtue, but Judas is the demon I cling to. Get the fuck in. This like, is fucking. <laughs> this is the shit right here. Come on, man. And it's so like it's it's just that mm, blasphemy, just the way you like it. <laughs> like you know what I mean. <laughs> and, and it's especially like it's weird c- coming right after Government Hooker, which I'm kind of on oh the fence about God. Government Hooker because what, what, like uh, Government Hooker's whack. I'm sorry, like nothing. Oh, you don't happens. care for it at all. Yeah. No, because it's like, okay, yeah, the song is called Government Hooker. Don't act like you didn't call it that. And then you do nothing. Uh, look, listen, read my lips. Nothing with it. Like, at one point, she says, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, ooh, pay me money. And I was like, let's talk about JFK. I don't think that relationship was about money. Like, what? Like, she just does nothing. Like, to me, the song felt like a, yeah, I was like, you can't just peach fuzz on the cheese of America, this shit. Where it's just like, oh, I said America. That must mean the song's political. Like, that, that, that was a running joke I used to have as a kid where I was like, like, whenever I would hear a song, like, uh, what was that song? Uh, that Nile song, My President is Black, My Lambo is Blue, where it's just like, all oh, oh, political yeah. rap, but it's like, he's not saying anything. It's just like, oh, but look, he said My President is Black, so it's like a political song now. It's like, no, but you still have to say something. You can't just say reference to political, here's a word that's political, and then just let that do the heavy lifting for you. You actually have to say something, because most of the verse is just like, as long as I'm your hooker, long as I'm your, and, you, I, and I guess you hear this guy in the background He's like, back up and turn around. I'm on the ground. <laughs> like, whatever the fuck that's going for. It sounds dope, but 
Yeah, I don't, I don't pay attention to it lyrically too much because there isn't really too much there. I do agree. Yeah, it, but Especially it is... sandwiched between Born This Way and Judas, which mm. are probably the two best songs yeah. on the whole album. It, yeah, it has a lot to live up to. And it's one of those things where it's just like, if the, if what was happening in the music was like interesting, fun, and or weird and abstract enough to distract you from what's really happening, you wouldn't care. But for me, it's just so not saying anything that I'm left just being like, okay, so why is it called government? Because that's a very specific word. Um, Americano. Okay, so now... Let me just say this. I like this song. I do really like this song. Okay. But I, I do not like this hook. <laughs> where it's just like, because I was having this moment where I was like, oh shit, listen to this intro where she's really like, you know, putting you in the, putting you in the mood of where we are. You know, we're going down to, you know, we're going down to uh, Mexico town or something like that. And, you know, so we're going to get a little heavy Spanish guitar, but with a little techno beat going on. Like, okay, okay. We're going to, we're mixing genres and doing a little fun in here. All right. Well, I'm, I'm down with you. I'm down to ride. She's mixing a little Spanish in there, kind of saying some like interesting. It's not just like repeating things like in that one song she did. Where like in, she's got two hands in her pockets in Subasio. Like, no, he's actually saying like different <laughs> phrases that you're like, oh, oh, that actually means something. Oh, I'm a, you know, uh, I make songs for the revolution. So you're like, oh, okay, so where's this going? What's it, what's it gonna do? And then it gets to the hook, and it's like, I don't speak your, I don't speak your language. Oh no, I don't speak your, oh, I don't speak your Jesus Cristo. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Like yeah. it's such a letdown where you're just like I'm liking the atmosphere and how this is all building up, and then I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about here?" I skip over this one. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it, honestly. Like it's not bad, but it has a cool sound to it. It definitely sounds different from everything else, you know. I like Government Hooker more than I like Americano, though. Yeah. I do got to say that. Oh, I, I I was just missing out on, I mean, it's a huge song, so we've all talked about it, you know, many times, but I just wanted to point out the, the perfect balance of corny and clever that is don't be a drag, just be a queen. Like, I think we really need to give that line its due, right? Like, <laughs> there are some things that are just like, come on, man. I, I remember, I remember it was me and three of my friends, and they're all straight dudes, right? Mm. And I was closeted, so you mm. know it is what it is. It was 2011 or tw- 2010. We were gonna watch the Grammys that night, and mm. uh, Lady Gaga performed "Born This Way" at the Grammys, and they had never heard the song before. Mm. And even then, with these dudes, that part came up. The "Don't Be a Drag, Just Be a Queen." One mm. of my friends just stops and goes. Yo, did you hear that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we, like, we've all been this whole night shitting on Lady Gaga because none of us knew any better. I was trying way too hard to be edgy, cool, straight mm. guy. You know how it is. And at that moment, you could just tell he was genuinely like, hey, that line was dope, though. <laughs> like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> That cracks through for a second. It's like, whoa, wait a sec. Um, yeah, Josh, that's dope. And then uh, what, what was one of the lyrics where she says, uh, I love my life, I love this record. <laughs> we all I love this life. record. Yeah, I love my life, I love this record. <laughs> and like, yo, say, say that shit when you hear this part, bitch. Shout me out, you know, it's just dope. <laughs> but then also the uh, Mi Amore Vole Feye, which uh, translates to... Um, 
what was it oh yeah love can't exist without trust or love needs faith i was like god damn that's actually like fucking dope like that's not just oh a lyric in another language just for its own sake that also is just like a Damn, that's just a dope-ass, like, phrase, you know? That actually translates to something. Not like... Oh, my God. Uh, we'll fucking get to that. But, uh... The, uh no. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I wanted to quote something important this way, too, because I, I remembered we skipped past it, and I didn't mean to. Uh. This part has always felt weird to me, okay? Why, why? And... Well, we were talking about that unfortunate um, The Flirts song earlier, so I wanted to mention it here. Mm. So, first of all... When I heard this song on the radio, I was listening to the radio. I'm pretty sure I told this story on the show before, but I was driving around and I was listening to the radio the day the song premiered on the radio. And they made a huge deal about it. Like, we're going to play Born This Way every hour at the top of the hour Hmm. because it's, you know, this big new song. We're going to make this a hit. And that was the first time in my life that I personally heard a song on the radio say gay, straight, or bi, lesbian, oh, transgender. I was like, yeah, whoa, I, rem- I wrote that note. Shit. I actually had that note down because I remember also having that feeling of going like the, the specific thought of, wow, how many people are even thinking or talking about trans people like that? Into the, I mean, now we're in 2023, but I just find it interesting that like in 2011, it was just like, yeah, no one really talks no about one. <laughs> No one. No. And it's just and, in there. It's just in the song, like, about two minutes in even. Like, it's not even, like, the main part, you know? Yeah, and it's it's right after this part, and it just kind of drops down, so all your attention is right there, and she just says it. It's like, whoa. But yeah. this is what I want to point out, because this has never sat right with me. Okay. Don't be a drag, just be a queen, whether you're broke or evergreen. Yeah. You're black, white, beige... Shola descent. Yeah. You're Lebanese. Oh, you're Orient. Yeah. And then later, same thing. Or Orient made. Yeah. Orient. This made. is 2011. <laughs> it, it felt like just an awkward, like it, it just first of all, just the awkward way it was said. Or Orient made. It's like, huh? <laughs> it's like, oh no. But later, when Orville Peck covers it, he changed it. He actually like rewrote the part. It goes. What, what did he um, say? If I want to make it country, baby, it's okay. I was born, I was born, I was born this way. <laughs> From London, Paris, Japan, back to USA. I was born on the road. I was born to be brave. No matter, gay, straight, or bi, lesbian, transgender life, I'm on the right track, baby. I was born to survive. No mm-hmm. matter, black, white, or beige, Asian, or Latinx made. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. All yeah, right. that's how you <laughs> like, do it. That's how you, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just so funny to me that you've been invited to record a cover song for the Born This Way 10th anniversary, and there's a part in the awkward performance where you go, well, <laughs> oh, I you have to, to like, read, I can't just I do that. I have to correct that weird I, I thing she said in the original. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think that's oh, cool. Uh, like, I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, but I think that's cool because, honestly, that is what we always do in music. It's always, like, different versions and stuff and shit. And, yeah. and I did this version because there was something going on in Malaysia that I wanted to speak up about and da-da-da, like, you know what I'm saying? That always happens. Like, I don't like when, you know, people have that uh, sort of, I feel like the killing of music where you're like, no, it must only be this one way and you can't do it a different, or else you're not honoring the people. It's like, no, it's like the people who made the music the way it was were honoring their people before them by mixing it up and doing something different, you know? Like, so fuck that. Um, now, I will say uh, the one caveat or the, the only um, thing I have with that, and to Ben Platt's credit on you and I, and he talks about um, 
like my lipstick and high heels or whatever. Oh, he gonna... leaves all that the same. Uh, I thought you were going to mention Pitbull's Africa. <laughs> oh, like, no, okay, I yeah, don't some know. Covers, some covers shouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, no, I was talking about when, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when yeah. someone covers a song and let's say the original song was by a dude and then a woman covers it. Uh-huh. She has to like gender, gender swap fl- the lyrics. Like, like what's the song that when you were mine by uh, originally by Prince. Um, but then Cindy Lauper does her version. And I like how she like she keeps the lyrics that are already kind of gender ambiguous from Prince's like version. You know, where you're just like, wait, is he talking about a dude or talking about a chick or talking about two people? I mean, you know? When, like, an original song is like, you'll always be my girl, and then she has to change it to guy. It's like, no, <laughs> fuck that. Like, I hate on. when people do that. And, and what, what, for me, because it's like, it's such a specific part of the lyric where it's just like, you know it sounds a certain way. Just play a character, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, in that one instance, I'm like, you gotta keep that the same. <laughs> Boo. Here is a Berenstain Bears moment that I had. Mm. I could have swore hair was a single. It does it feel wasn't. like it was, but no. <laughs> I remember hearing it on the radio at least once, and now when I see that it was never actually released as a single, I'm like, then what the fuck happened? Because, dude, like, this one, there's songs on here that are forgotten for good reason. Hair? <laughs> hair is such a strong dude, track. Oh my god. It, it, that it, I hate that it's just kind of fallen by the wayside. And can I say... This is the one where I noted, like, this one also kind of feels like Edge of Glory, but the sound is so into, like, uh, uh, it twists it into such a new thing that I, like, my the part of my brain that goes, but I could just listen to that just goes, nah, but this is good in its own way, too. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, I will say they do have the uh, the one thing, that one very powerful... No, um, I was going to say uh, Clarence Clemens' saxophone solo. Oh, okay, okay. So, I have to say I was a little disappointed in it. I feel like oh, it didn't no. I feel like it didn't rip the way it should have. I, I, okay, like something about this song felt a little held back to me. And I don't mm. know what and I think it's because when I when we listen to the the third album, she is so wacky and all over the place with the May West voices and all this music, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. when she's just doing a what feels like here's a scratch taken, let me just sing it normally so I can do it. Something about this felt a little held back a little bit it felt like competent but vocally it just felt like personality wise for what the lyrics were it felt like something it felt like it should have been jumping more at me and i think it was because especially after the americano track where there was so much personality there and it was just like but then by the time it gets to the hook i'm like what was this actually leading up to with this Mm. where, where the lyrics are more specifically about someone being this punk who, you know, their hair matters to them, that fucking, you know, yeah. I mean, literal hair, you know, the musical, you know, you, you know, I love that. So, you know, I love hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. you, you know how I feel about hair. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Like I was riding for the sentiment, but something felt just a little slightly dialed down about the way she was like doing it. I can it. see that. And, and then, so, oh my God, there's a little... Mm, uh, just a sous-son of sax that comes in like early in like the verse or something like that where you're just like ooh I need to hear more of this color I can't wait till it comes back I can't wait and then when it like I was like I was begging on my knees I'm like yes <laughs> give me the blast of the wailing like you know blow, big man blow yes I'm waiting for Bleeding Gums Murphy to fucking blow me back you know what I'm saying but then when it comes in it just feels like meh and I'm like huh 
no i was like oh what are you doing like you gotta hit me with that last friday night Katy perry motherfucker oh. sounds like he's on a fucking uh uh what are those things that like blow up like bicycle you know that's just like, that shit where it sounds like you're just playing a whole bunch of fucking notes but playing it really good let me tell you something. Yo, yo, can I go off on a really quick tangent? Go Kenny off, G. yes. Kenny G, okay? <laughs> yeah, huh? We need to put some respect on this man's name. I feel like for the longest time, whenever the art school, whatever the heck it was, it was always like, oh, fuck Kenny G, he's lame, yeah. he's, oh, he's so wacky. We all know Kenny G's whack, right? I took a second, and you know, part of it is like, oh, easy listening music. Oh, how whack, how dare you just make easy listening music, stupid, da, da, da. But then I took some time to like really listen to his music, and I was like, this motherfucker is musically like really dope and really smooth with how he like fucking makes his shit and like when you listen to the it like the musicality we're putting some respect on kg's goddamn name right now when you listen okay. to how many fleeting notes are in the shit but the way it still sounds smooth it's like a fucking snickers bar of sound in this bitch <laughs> like whenever you listen listen to uh, i think it's what's the name of that song the songbird really go back and listen. that just sounds really fucking dope and i think he was just getting shit on because oh he's using 80s instrumentation and not just doing traditional sound like all the real jazz musicians are gonna do let's shit on him and say he's not real but like when i listened to some of the shit i decided to have a moment to be like fuck it let me listen to some of his shit and it's like dude this shit some, sounds some of it's nice some of it sounds kind of corny like it's like oh is that yeah cheesy on that side but other times it's like this sounds really proficiently well done and just updated to the 80s sound so hmm. going back to this when i heard this and i was like more sax oh my god yes and then when it kind of just turned out to be just like a I was just like, ah, it made me that I, you will never catch me and any other day saying that I would rather listen to a Katy Perry song than a Gaga song. But in this moment, I was like, damn it, I want to hear that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wanted to hear it rip specifically over this music and it didn't really, you know what I mean? So I was like, It Damn. was definitely more, it was definitely deserved and it was like, oh, where is it? Right. Oh, uh, yeah. And I wrote that, yeah, this song feels the most like she's that weird kid you'd hang out with and be like, nah, but, you know, everyone gives her guff because, you know, her hair's a little ratty, but she's cool. She's going places, you know, she's got ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we got to talk about Shiza. Yes, what? let's. What? <laughs> I get it, okay? She's going for the early 90s techno, you know, okay. someone speaking in German over this beach. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get what she's going for, but it just feels like such a weird parody. It was like, you know, I'm not typically one to be like, oh, the German people are being disrespectful. It's like, no, they, they know what they did. They they can get people making fun of their accents all, all day. <laughs> okay. But to, to, even I was like, ah, this doesn't feel, this feels kind of Looney Tunesy, you know? <laughs> Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, look, I understand. When I found out, because I, I'll say straight up, I really like this song. I've always liked this song. It's I think cool. it's dope. I think it slaps. I think it's a really strong cut. It, it's definitely a vibe. When I found out that the German lyrics... Are, are just gibberish? Just nonsense, for the most part, yes. <laughs> but now look, now look, mm. I think we have to be fair okay. here. We need to be fair and balanced like our boy Tucker, okay? Like we were trying to make some sort of, yeah, news show. Woke M&Ms are back. When Bjork, or Bjork, rather, did a song on 
the debut album we listened to. Oh, right, sure. And we found out that there was gibberish lyrics. We let that shit fly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't think it's fair if now all of a sudden we look <laughs> at Lady Gaga doing the exact same thing and call it like like okay. like well, well, cheap or something because I think it's the same thing. Allow me allow me to to amend because I think context matters, right? Okay. Like because with that song, you know, she's talking about human behavior, this idea, and then it's like dipping into this idea of like oh vocables and you know the, the, there's an interesting elements at play happening here. This is just being goofball. I know it's big German, but I can't if you wanted me to. And it's like this part of me where it's like, I'm aware of it and you want to enjoy it for that. But then if you do know like any German, it's just like, what do you do? And it's specifically with the song title because the song title is Scheiße, which just means, it means shit. And a lot of people know that. Shit, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people know that. But what's funny to me is that the way she says it is Scheiße. She keeps saying Shatsa. Mm. And I was thinking, and I had a moment, I was like, wait, does she mean Shotzi, which is German for like darling? Like, oh, you're my darling, like Shotzi. Uh. Yeah, and like this is what I mean by like, if you know any German, it's mm. just like, uh, what, what's she doing? Because the lyrics, which vary from what she's actually talking about, where it doesn't feel like it, it, it actually does mean anything, you know? Because at one point, she's like, oh, put on a show tonight, do whatever, whatever you like. Shiza, Shiza, be mine. Shiza, be mine. And I'm like, shit, be mine. Shit, shit, be mine. Poop, be mm. mine. What's happening? Are we discovering she has a, you know, Copra? thing you know <laughs> but but then i was thinking oh oh she must mean shotzi like oh shotzi viva i was like okay if you would just ask a german person they probably would have been able to or it's 2011 google exists just, <laughs> like, we'll see, just because... look up if, if you, come on shiza at least look up shiza <laughs> make sure you're not saying poop in your song but then later on she says love is objectified by what men say is right no, 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 it's another one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wish I could be strong without the Shiza. Without the Shiza. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just like, what? I wish I could be strong without the poop? Or or I wish I could be strong without my love? Like, what would she be talking about where she could be saying, I wish I could be strong without it, but also saying this thing, be mine? Like, you, she, you see what I'm saying? Like, she's not even consistent with the nonsense. If she's you're at least trying to say... She's trying mm. to say with it without the bullshit getting in the way, without what? the bullshit of the gender dynamics and the dynamic of like, you know, um, if you're a strong female, you don't need permission. Like, but in relation to the be mine. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, see, That's think... what I'm saying. It's like if it would if it was at least consistent, I could at least be like, OK, she's saying thing. But yeah, if, if it, like I can get on with that. But then if I'm hearing the previous lyrics, size of be mine, it's like. But I thought this was a thing that you wanted to get, do away with. So why do you want it now? You know, like. Yeah, I think maybe partner with someone who knows the language and can help assist in that way, because that is a bit awkward. I will admit um, it isn't consistent. But on the contrary, it kicks oh, yeah, ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I I guess it, it feels very, this is totally revolutionary if you in no way pay attention to what I'm actually saying. Like, it just feels like she's not actually saying anything when I'm listening. We're just like, when I'm on a mission, I rebuke my condition. If you're a strong female, you don't need permission. And it's just like, 
Okay, I guess that's saying you, something. You know right. what I'm picturing right now, RC? <laughs> I'm picturing we're in front of a classroom. We're, yeah. we're, we're two... We're, we're presenting to the class. And you are up there. And you're on the whiteboard squeaking away. You are writing all these formulations, all these calculations, and it's filling up the board. You can check the math. It all makes sense. It checks out. People can follow it. And they're like, well, you know what? He's right. He's got a point. And I walk up and I grab that whiteboard from the top <laughs> and I spin it around real quick. And the other side, all it says in really small handwriting is just goes, it kicks ass. And the, <laughs> and the classroom, they all stand up and go, wow. yeah! Because <laughs> I think we're both valid in our critiques. I totally understand where you're coming from. And everything you're saying is is legit. I will not argue that. I thought you were just about but to say, it's just fine. does kick ass, though, <laughs> at the same to, time. <laughs> I thought you were about to just say, it just says, it's just vibes, though. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Like, like, I mean, am I wrong? And the class is like, no. <laughs> no, but I, I, that's the thing. I totally get what you're saying. It just, it kept getting in my way as someone who, like, I, and I'm not going to act like I'm fully fluent, but just knowing a little bit where you're just like, huh? Shots it. Shots it. Oh, you're like so close. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. If you're fluent in like fake German, yeah, she you says can... like monster or something like that at one point. So it's like, oh, it's a little cognate word. Yeah, she yeah, has like some ideas. Can, yeah, you can kind of follow what it might mean, even if it doesn't mean that. I, here's the thing: if you're having enough fun, I can see you excusing it. But it's oh, just, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's that sort of deal. But I, I wasn't having enough fun. <laughs> oh, that's fine. To be fair, I wasn't having a whole lot of fun from this point on. But you know what? That's fine. See. Bloody Mary. The, the next track is Bloody Mary. I think it's okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was a cool track. I like the Daft Punk digital glitz that it had going to it, you know. Um, I will say, though, and this is something we talked about on the show before, TikTok ruined it for me. Oh, no, what happened? Because... They made a version of the song where it's sped up just a little bit. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, ooh. Where you're just like, ah. Put my hands, hands, hands. And it's like, ooh, fuck yeah. And then you listen to the album verse, just hands, it doesn't hands. It hit the groove as hard. Like, oh. Hmm. Yeah. Like, no. it's good. But I've seen how good it can be, mm. you know? And, now, and, and I do want to say for this one, it, like, this is her, like, continuing the very obvious, like, religious uh, imagery, like, you know, mm. throw, throw, throwing it in the, 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 the prude's faces, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I also just love how she does an interesting voice here, and it's a voice she doesn't normally do, where it's like, she, like, gurgles a little bit, where she's like, we're not just here for Michelangelo's to carve. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, she sounds like the girl from Encanto who does the, uh, uh, what is it, the, uh, I'm strong, but I'm also weak mentally inside. Uh, oh, yeah. Get, like, it kind of sounds I, like I have insecurities, and I gotta carry the family. There was also a breakdown in that, where mm. it's just like, Gaga, Gaga. <laughs> I loved that. I thought that was a really yeah. sick breakdown. When uh, I think uh, the Judah, Judah, Gaga. Yeah, <laughs> like that, 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 I love that too. Just the idea of like that fourth wall break. Like I love when people like in little ways do the sort of like, oh, that's right, it really is me though. Like you know, I'm making some dope shit. Like my shouting, like I don't like when. It's, it, 
there are often times when R&B and pop guys try to sound, do the rap breaking the fourth wall thing and it feels a little lame to me. You know what I mean? Like, like there's, there's only so many people who can do Backstreet's back. All right. All right. You know, you gotta, you gotta do it a certain right. way. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's David Bowie, bitch. I got another hit for you. You know, like, <laughs> you know, I also, while we're giving shouts out to random parts in Judas, I got to put some respect and I, I got to give a shout out, a very special, special thanks to there's an instrumental break and then it breaks for a second. And there's just a voice. It's like a digital affected Gaga voice. But just a second goes, ew. Ew. Yeah, what, what was that about? I love the, I love the, <laughs> ew. I don't know what it's in relation to. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Does something gross happen? <laughs> it's just a really quick ew. And it's so funny. And I always pop for it. Just ew. Wait, yeah, like, okay. what is it doing there? And, and just, uh, sorry, to give some more flowers to the Judas Joint. Like, because uh. in this one, she also does the verses that I think, you know, also happens in other verses where it's like, I'm kind of rapping, but maybe not really saying anything important, but it kind of fits the theme of this song. <laughs> You know, like it really just your mileage may vary on how well she is able to make give you enough imagery where it fits, you know, because in this one, it totally hits like in the most biblical sense. I am beyond repentance, same hook or prostitute, uh, you know, which vomits in her mind, you know, but in the cultural sense, I just speak in future tense. Judas kiss me if offense or although the, the, there's that one lyric or wear ear condom next time, which is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> wear ear condom. Like, what? <laughs> That's just silly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, um, let me see what's what's ne what's next. Bad kids. I, I like I like the message of this one, but it feels a little Ooh. hokey, especially in the beginning. Ooh. It feels like an early '90s cartoonist version of the Bad Kids, you know, with the guy with a kid with Paul Phoenix hair and a wallet chain, you know, like yeah, they might think we're bad, but we don't care, you know, like <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I get um, it, but I, I enjoyed it enough. I thought it was fun, you know, in terms of like I can Ooh. I can see being the kid who will look back out on this in ten years and see it as cringe, but at the time being like oh, but that meant something to me you know like it's that sort of thing it gave me that feel you know i like the message too this is easily the worst song on the ah, album, though. and i can't Fucking, even i can't even be too mad <laughs> no man I, I gotta quote this because this this oh, shit no, is just bad is <laughs> the, the, these lyrics are just really bad i'm a bitch i'm a loser baby maybe i should quit i'm a jerk wish i had the money but i can't find work i'm a brat i'm a selfish punk I really should be smacked. What? My parents tried till they got divorced because I ruined their lives. Like, even if this is true, and it's but it's delivered with such bad lyrics that I'm just yeah, like, you know, yeah, I get that. I'm a, I'm a twit. I'm a twit. Percy, <laughs> degenerate, young rebel, and I'm proud of it. I'm a nerd. I chew gum and smoke in your face. I'm absurd. This is. So bad. It is very so much bad. like mid two thousands Juno character, you know, like I'm a loser, you know, using I all just, the words. <laughs> I can't get over someone unironically saying I'm a twit. It's just like you like this feels so fucking phoned in. It, it's I trying hard to it. be like fellow kids, I'm still down, you know, like yeah. <laughs> 
And then what is it? Oh yeah, I'm a bad kid. I'm disastrous. Give me your money or I'll hold my breath. I'm a bad kid. I will survive. One of the bad kids don't know wrong from right. But like, (sighs) give me money or I'll hold my breath like a petulant child. It pass out. It's just like it's it's going too much over into the snotty kid where it's just like okay, no one no one would actually be like this. And then if there was a person like this, he would like them. Like yeah. Then, what the fuck was Highway next? Unicorn, which I think was honestly the, the worst, worst, be- specifically because I did like that little drum part where the live drums kind of kick in for like mm. 10 seconds and it never really like builds. It just kind of goes like, oh, there's that little thing. Well, anyway, and it's like, no, like, first of all, it annoyed me with the run with her to run, run with her to run, run with her to. And it was just like, Ooh. what? Dude, just start the song. What is happening right now? Um, but then when I thought it started out pretty strong, in my opinion. Actually, I was, like it got my attention right out right out the bat, and I liked the chorus, and I thought the beat was strong. But honestly, my only critique was that the verses were kind of forgettable. Like especially yeah, after Bad happened, Kids, yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is a step up from that at the very mm. least. But then Heavy Metal <laughs> Love is a step back down. Mm. It's just and sex club BDSM, you know, music. Just kind of like, it's just for the playlist, you know. Like, <laughs> I, I thought this one was especially phoned in, and I was actually just like bored listening to this one. Oh, you're not feeling it at all. <laughs> I, I know I don't like heavy metal love, and mm. I really, I don't like the lyric. I want your whiskey mouth all over my yeah. blonde south. It's that so sucks. Tr- it feels like try hard, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Madonna, no. uh, you know, provocative lyric. Yeah. Ooh, uh, no, I cringed at that. Um, <laughs> Electric Chapel. What's she trying to make Holy Fool a thing? Like, because she keeps saying it. I'm like, I don't think that's catching up. <laughs> What's that? She keeps saying Holy Fool. Because in Judas, she's like, I'm just a holy fool. And it fits there. But then she says it it, again here. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like you're trying to make that happen. Yeah, there are some lyrical things that are repeated throughout the album. Like they're supposed to be thematic. And I didn't pick up on it especially. It took me entirely too long to realize that she wasn't saying horny fool in Judas. Because I was pretty certain she was. (laughs) That would have been great. Uh, I'm still not entirely convinced. I'm going to need <laughs> a sit down with with Lady Gaga one on one and I need to hear it from her specifically cuz I don't I don't buy it from genius. And uh g- going to uh, electric travel though. I do uh like I was saying like I like how like weirdly religious this album is. I like the epic spawn on a church steeple Todd McFarlane music that's going on, you know, in the background. But I was just thinking like I was having this moment of like wait a minute. And then I just look at the album cover and it's like why is it just motorcycle human hybrid? Like, what does that have to do with what, what? these I, album covers? Man. I, I really do like how absurd the album <laughs> cover is. I don't get it. It's like, oh, Gaga, you so crazy. <laughs> like, it, it's funny. Like, this is absolutely much more of like what art pop was. Like, I didn't get this vibe from Born This Way. The yeah, I'm a I'm a bike, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, remember when she has like the the sort of like oh um, you know wearing the hair black and slicked back with the white shirt and <laughs> yeah. da, da, da. but on the song where that's kind of like the picture it's not like she sings with like an affected you know worker guy voice or anything like that she sings like normally so it's kind of like what was she going for like you know it's that exactly uptown girl you know what I mean. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that character. I think that was the the uh, you and I music video, right? Yeah. I don't know if that character has a name or not, but I'll never forget. And I just saw it posted on TikTok a few days ago, and it and it, it it was just as good as I remembered it. She was on stage in that character, and Britney Spears was on stage, and Lady Gaga just kind of gives her a look. And almost kind of like non-verbally flirts with mm. Britney. <laughs> and Britney just, just kind of give her, gives her this look of like, I genuinely don't know how to feel about this. And it's so amazing. D- d- yeah, because I think I remember, because I think, did Britney like just not know who it was? Because I, she I can really imagine. She really not have. <laughs> like, she does look very That'd different. really funny if she didn't. <laughs> it was just like, uh. Uh, is some is the, is the help backstage trying to hit on me? Like you know, <laughs> that, was, that was the same show, and I'll never forget this either. Where she's doing you and I, and Brian May of Queen, who is on the album a couple times with guitar solos. Oh, he busts out on stage, and the camera cuts to the audience where just about everybody is just kind of sitting there, like still. But Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters is standing up, pointing at the stage like, oh my fucking God, you guys, it's Brian May of Queen. Can y'all fucking believe this? I'm losing my mind. Why is nobody else reacting to this? He's marking out like crazy, like... Bless him. He was really fucking excited to see Brian May. And nobody else gave a shit. Nobody else knew who the fuck it was. You and I, I honestly, I don't dig this one that much. I think it's a little, oh, it has a bit mm. of a like wonky techno country industrial oh. angle oh. that I oh. wish I liked more. Like, yeah. like, I get that it's quirky and, and it's like, there's something about it that I've, there's something that feels a little too put on about it. I think it's when the We Will mm. Rock You claps come in. It feels a little too, oh, I'm yeah. going for the big 80s song, the drunk at the end of the night. And we got like, Brian May here, so now yeah, we gotta do the Queen thing. You know, and I no, I do like the sometimes, like that hits Ooh. for me every time. Definitely for sure. Um, but yeah, just something doesn't come together all the way for me by the end. This feels like, like... Gorilla's Lady Gaga song where it's like, we're going to go for just whatever genre, oh. sure. Techno country, sure, let's do it. You know, like, that's what it honestly yeah. feels like. But it feels like in a way where, I mean, honestly, we just talked about how kind of, dis- I just talked about how kind of disappointing Plastic Beach was, but man, I do really wish I could hear a ga- uh, Gorilla's Lady Gaga song, like, and what that fucking would sound like, you know? Yeah, I-, I think it's strong. I vibe with it a good bit. Oh, well, it's just interesting how it's like, for such a, you know, subversive persona that's all about like, yeah, uh, I'll get- throw your religion imagery in your face bleh. and then to have this weirdly earnest like <laughs> we got a lot of money but we still paid rent just get my house in heaven there's only three men that have served my whole life it's my daddy and Nebraska and Jesus Christ like it just feels so like like all of the monsters, all of the you know the, the the queer people that have like you know left their hometowns in Nebraska because of the you know, <laughs> Batman, you know what I'm saying? It just kind of feels like they get to this point and they're like you know they're all wearing their fun weird costumes and they're just kind of like uh yeah shout out to the hometowns that raise us I guess you know what I mean? Shout it's, out to <laughs> Nebraska. Yeah, yes. I don't know <laughs> this song in particular. And I don't know where I can find any of these, unfortunately, so I don't know how many there were. All I know is, when this song came out, 
in North Carolina on certain radio stations. <laughs> oh, no. They replaced Nebraska <laughs> with Lady Gaga saying Carolina. I gotta hear it. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just Carolina and G. Like, it sounds natural enough it that I guess you just recorded. Carolina and G. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you just recorded a few different versions. Well, see, I always wonder but about I that, I don't right? know how many versions there were. Yeah, I always wonder about, like, you know when people do edited versions of songs, and sometimes you'll listen to it, it's like, wow, it sounds seamless. Like, you know, it really does sound like they yeah. just recorded that in the same take. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Because other times you'll hear edited versions, and it sounds like they edited in words. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, who, who's paying for the good editor, and who's cheaping out, you know? <laughs> So I, I take it your big uh, edge of glory. Oh, fan, hell then. fucking yeah. yeah. I'm a man. Yeah. Dude, I can feel, I, you feel, I feel myself being on the edge as I'm fucking listening to this story. <laughs> There's no going back. Now, I'm not, you know what's funny? When the song starts, though, every time the song starts, I feel like I'm not going to like it because it starts with that. Uh, uh, uh. That sounds like that shitty huh. Katy Perry huh. Dark Horse song. Yeah, and, and my brain goes oh, like, no. oh, God, it's going to sound like a 2010s pop song. But then when it really kicks in, I'm like, wait a fucking minute. Let me yeah. get my fake 80s sex. <laughs> I know you didn't listen to the, to the six tracks. You're not missing out on anything. Uh-huh. And I feel bad for not really having too much to say about them either. But just going through them real quick. I don't know why Kylie Minogue sounds like she's singing with her nose closed, like pinched. She sounds so fucking nasal in the song, it's really distracting. Yeah, she sounds really nasal, and there's also like these warbly effects in her voice that are really distracting. It's not very good. Um, the Judas, big Frida cover. Um, she kind of adds the, like the bounce style, like her genre of dance music kind of makes it her own, I think, uh, switched it up substantially. There is, um, no replacing the original, obviously, but I think it's worth a listen. Uh, Highway Unicorn by the Highway Women is... I just, uh, the only thing I wrote down is Yawn. It was very boring and uneventful. Uh, you and I by Ben Platt sounded good enough, but um, his voice wasn't really enough to merit a whole new version of the song, I think. I'm very confused as to why there's a cover of Highway Unicorn on here at all. Like, was yeah, that even the a fuck? fucking that single? A- <laughs> yeah, what the hell? We couldn't get hair or... Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. I don't know what that was doing. <laughs> I'd like to oh, hear... Spa- I would have loved to hear a Spanish artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, get that one, that's you know? The, yeah. That that's the missed the opportunity. <laughs> Why couldn't we get fucking Bad Bunny doing it? Oh, man. <laughs> that would have been sick. Anyway, um... Yeah, the only thing I said before was that um, Ben Platt sounded like a good Glee cover of the song. <laughs> kind of unnecessary. Just kind of sounds pretty. The Edge of Glory by Years and Years, I thought that was a really great cover. Uh, I would suggest people check it out. But again, it's just kind of them doing the song again. They don't really add too, too much to it. But the Born This Way Orville Peck cover is absolutely a standout. Absolutely worth checking out. He kind of does the whole slow drawl Orville Peck singing to it and really makes it his own and it sounds really personal and deep because of how he sings so that one's really great the album by itself without the six bonus tracks it gave it a 3.75 I think it was like a 3.78 or something and overall with both of them it came to 3.75 on the dot so that's what I'm going with I give it a three and a half out of five. It definitely has a lot of bangers, but just enough blemishes where it 
it's noticeable and you're like, ah, I can't just skip one or two tracks. It's like, yeah, yeah. I really do hate how much I love between Mary the Night, Born This Way, Judas, Hair, Shiza even, <laughs> You and I, and Edge of Glory. I think they're all such, such good songs. I hate there's so much filler in between, on here yeah. that it really does knock it down almost a full half if nothing else, if people have heard the hits and they like them, check out some of the deeper cuts. I know we disagree on Shiza. I think it's worth checking out. And I know we disagree on uh, Americano, but uh, if you can ignore the, <laughs> the hook. <laughs> yeah. And we time. disagree on Government Hooker because I, oh, I actually yeah. liked that one a, a little bit. <laughs> it's it, like it's one of those things where it, the title really did like drag it down, where it's just like, Come on, dude, don't act like you don't know the way you called this song, like, and you're really just gonna be like, ooh, I'm your hooker, I'm, I'm your hooker in a general way, <laughs> like, really? It really did seem like she was trying to go for something deeper than she ended up really hitting on with that one. Yeah, and even if it's like, like, it's one of those things where, like, a lot of these songs, you can clearly tell it's not like she had, like, a... You know, she's getting her abstract songwriter on, you know, so I understand it doesn't. But, like, you have to hit me with at least enough imagery where I can justify it in my mind. You know what I mean? That's what a lot of, like, songwriting really allows you to do. Like, even if it doesn't fully come together, there's enough meat where I can justify the meaning of what is being said here, you know? like Yeah. I, I don't want to rush this. We have been going mm. for about two hours. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> but, <laughs> and we're just now getting to uh, DMX, The Great Depression. Oh, oh uh, well, let's get to who requested it. Thank you so much to the next GUI uh, for your I think request it's the next it. guy. The next guy? Oh, the next GUI. Well, just the way it's like randomly capitalized. It's still like D-U-I, it's G-U-I. Yeah. The next GUI. The next GUI. Isn't that like a, something to do with like uh, like computers or something? GUI? Um, G-U-I. I, I don't know. I don't know. Now, this is our third DMX album. Yes, The Great Depression by DMX. And can I tell you, I've never, I've always been, what do you call a surface fan of DMX. We're like, all of the hit singles, I love all the hit singles. Just never really got around to listening to full albums until the podcast, right? Yeah, me too. Can I tell you, like... I did not know what to expect. (laughs) Like, I thought it was just going to be, hey, more of the, you know... Uh, the the Swizz beats that kind of sound a little cheap but have their charm to them, you know? It's like the synths that are you can kind of tell aren't real, but, like, if he does it a certain way, it can really, like, have some pop of his ass to it. But I was fucking pleasantly surprised by the, the musicianship on this album and where, like, he took shit to the point where I was just like... You, you ever have a moment where you're like... I was listening to this album being like, am I sure I'm not listening to, like, an, uh, uh, you know, a revamped, you know, reproduced r- version of this album? Because it felt so fresh, a lot of this production. Like, where I was just going, like, are you sure this isn't, like, a rebuffed remix that they just did? It, like, it so much sounds so fucking good just musically. And to the w- to a point where it's just, like, I'm so used to just a certain sound of DMX where it's just the hard, gritty sound to where it gives you a different color on this album. My brain was really going, like, what the f- Fuck. Okay. Damn. <laughs> um, now it, it all doesn't perfectly pay off, and we'll talk about it. But like, just the fact that the sound that came out of here was just so different than what I was expecting. To the point where it's like, oh yeah, I guess it's like, damn, a lot changed from '99 to what 2001. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just fuck? two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it is such a. There was such a singular. I feel sound on the last album that we listened to and things just sound so like a step above in terms of like 
the musicality of what's happening from track to track. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it started. How, how did how did you feel going into it? I honestly forgot what I felt about the other DMX albums because I think there's kind of a grab bag of like mm. you're here for the personality, and you know there is that 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 DMX sound that yeah. you kind of expect. That it that sounds gritty. like a gruff preacher, but also a dog, <laughs> but also a you know yeah <laughs> yeah you definitely got the uh, you got that. I never heard people talk about this album before. I've never heard anyone talk about the Great Depression. Yeah. So I went to Wikipedia before I listened to it. Mm. And the reviews are not great. What? <laughs> the reviews are like all two stars, That's a couple incredible. three stars. People I really I fuck remember, with this one. I think I remember hearing about that. Yeah, because the way this album looks, it kind of, I remember it being like associated with like, oh, Great Depression, yeah, it's fucking depressing, you know, what you know, what we're hearing. But when I listened to this, I was like, I, I didn't get that feeling. So maybe we're getting justice for DMX on this one because at least on my end, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just going to be your end. Oh, but no. <laughs> looking at the songs, I, I will say this, because I, I think we've already gotten off on the wrong foot. Mm. But I'll shout out the songs that I thought were the best on the album first. Okay. The songs that got the highest ratings for me were all on the, let me double check. Yeah, it's all the second half, actually. The second half is half's a lot better so? than the first half. When I'm Nothing... I liked I Miss You. Oh, man. I liked I'm a Bang, even. You Could Be Blind. And Next Out the Kettle, one of the bonus tracks. I thought Uh those were the best (laughs) on the album. Mm. Worst on the album? Mm. Hands Down Bloodline Anthem. Oh, no. (laughs) This fucking shitty rock sounding oh, come on. cheap ass rock beat I was that was garbage that one sucks uh, you know I think it just threw me for such a loop where it's like I, you know it's not that I don't expect him to like do rough music you know what I mean but it was just such like unexpected I was just like huh Okay, and no, I didn't think it was like great. I especially thought that the hook was a little underwhelming. Like, what was that about? Um, <laughs> but like, it, it really just felt like that woman like came from another song and was like, <laughs> okay. And I think that also led lent to like the bit of the credence of like, is this a remixed album or something? Like, something just feels oh. different about what's happening here. And another, a, a couple of other tracks that I had thought about. But yeah, what else did you not like? Um, I also thought "Who We Be" was really. <laughs> <coughs> no. Wait. wait, wait. <laughs> We're gonna. I'm, I'm throwing the gun down. <laughs> no way. OEP is the fucking. Man, look, I'm willing to admit. Let me let me be a human being. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to admit that uh, you know, like if you got the nostalgia for it, maybe it hits a little harder for you. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. Look, Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Was when this your favorite sh- song on the album? <laughs> yes. No. When that shit comes no. on, the fucking 
where it sounds like it's almost a mistake like it came in too early <laughs> you know Look, like, I actually I actually did make note of the clunky start but no I did I really liked the beat I will say that oh, what man. I hated about it no, was this flow oh, this simple flow the bullshit the drama the guns the armor the city so the farmer the babies the mama the projects the drugs the city the children the thugs the tears the hugs the loves the slugs i hated it's so that simple. i hated it's so it simple but it like hit, like i think it, there's just enough variation for me where it doesn't just feel like 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 if it was just so listing things no i i think it was like if it was just listing things i think i i would get tired of it but like it it has no no because it has parts where it like builds up to things where he actually like starts saying sentences and shit like uh (laughs) we're like sentences thank goodness finally because there's a part where he says uh the fighting the stabbing the pulling the grabbing the riot squad with the captain nobody knows what happened like i like how where it feels like you're like it feels like you're like a camera that's like shifting like randomly over to this angle or that angle and you're not really fully getting what's happening you know what i mean like i enjoy it for how that feels sometimes you know where like i i think there's something about that that just like hits in this way where it feels like yeah the camera's like you know you see a music what was that that music video for uh be humble you know where it's like the camera's over here and then it's oh, just yeah. like over here. like that's what it feels like it's like the this the that you know what it and it, yeah i think it's specifically in the second verse where yeah it feels like it really is like yeah it's very but then it's like it feels like it's actually pulling you into the the world and the mentality with what he's saying it's like the two years in a box revenge the plots the 24 hours that's locked the one hour that's not the silence the dark the mind so fragile the wish that the streets would have took you when i had you the days the months the years despair one night on my knees here it comes the prayer (laughs) like there's something about the build up and like uh, you know the the roller coaster of the emotion of what that is that really fucking hits for me and then what is the, the other line my mother my father I love him I hate him <laughs> like yeah. so simply it like really gives you that truth and emotion right wish God I didn't have him but I'm glad that he made him. <laughs> you know like <laughs> I think it pulls you through you know and uh, I don't know I, again again I am totally willing you know this is me and my uh, Catholic uh, high school you know surrounded by a bunch of uh, white kids that are e- living economically better lives than me you know so I'm sitting here singing this code they don't know you know what I mean? So look, maybe that's just for me. Maybe that's just how I feel. The I don't know about you. Like when I get to the end and it's just the I'm so rocking with it. Where I'm just like, that's fucking right. They don't really know who we are. Yeah, and then the end where he's just going like, man, this shit is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do love when artists, you know, they're, they're enjoying it so much they just like have to give it up. But, I yeah, love like, this record, and <laughs> right, but yeah, like th- this is the classic, cheap-sounding but creative production that like I was expecting the rest of the album to be. And I don't know, like I, I still really think it, it it pops for me with how he like you know builds it. And yeah, like it does feel like like it feels deceptively simple for me, where it feels like it could just be that simple. But then when I listen to it, it's like no, he's actually like talking about it and leading up and building up to shit and you know what i'm saying especially in that second verse um mm. what did you think about trina mo trina mo dun, 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 dun. <laughs> hey 
we already skipped two tracks. What do we? Uh, who we, we skipped the spoken oh, word intro. So yeah, oh, and right. School Street. Oh, it's because we started up because I was I was going so hard in the paint for who we be. But yeah, no, I will definitely admit School Street. Like, what is this track? Like, this feels I, like it should have um, been at the end, where it's just like here's here's a verse of me just shouting out all the people that are my friends. Here's Black Ron and Black Dave and Black Ian and Black Jonathan. It's like oh my god. Uh, yeah, for, first off, as, a, as an intro track, I thought sometimes was very powerful. Oh, yeah. Captivating. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I liked that a lot. And it, But I will say, like, the way it ends, where it's like, sometimes the sun shines around the clock, but sometimes it's dark and hell it's hot. And I was like, oh, shit, am I listening to the right album? <laughs> <laughs> it's a glitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, don't do that, DMA. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little, you know, if you know, you know. No, I thought that was great. But then, of course, when you do that, when you start an album out with spoken word, yeah. I expect the mm. next track oh, to right. fucking deliver, right? Right, we're going to hit emotionally. You're going to give me something and, heavy. And, re- and really, the first thing I have written down is, hell yeah, killer DMX type beat starting out strong. Yep, like yep. that beat hit and mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, here we fucking go. Uh-huh. And then immediately it's just, oh, this is just a shout out track. Yeah. I don't know why this is at the beginning for one. And why it's so long. <laughs> yeah, it's one verse where he's like continually sh- like I'm not saying DMX only has to rap about gangster shit, but when he's just saying, shout out to these people, whatever, it feels so like, uh, what? <laughs> this isn't you? <laughs> you know, like I-, I feel like Gary Oldman in in the professional, he's shouting out everyone. Everyone So yeah, I didn't really care for that one. Yeah, no. Eh. So then I was like, okay, who we be is going to be the mulligan. This mm. is going to be the real one. And then no, I was like, oh. But you weren't feeling it. Oh, no. Trina okay. Mo. Okay. This one slaps. Yeah, <laughs> This is that shit that's so fucking breezy. I, like my, I, the first thing I know was I wrote down, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Why was this not a single? <laughs> Bounce with that Trina Mo. <laughs> I will say though, this one line, I don't know how to feel about oh, it. Oh, a little bit of hip hop homophobia. In... Well, wait, was it homophobia in this it, one? Is it? Was it? In, in Trina Mo? It's definitely it was... later in Bloodline Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. But... I, I, I didn't pick up on it on, on Trina Mo. But Trina Mo, I have written down the. On the whole street is dirty n-words with with funny moves. Leaving your house with bloody boots. We cruddy dudes. Cruddy dudes. <laughs> you gotta rhyme bloody with something. Cruddy. <laughs> I didn't like that. I thought that was like, ooh, oh no. Um, but but, but the, the music, like this is the one where I specifically was going like, uh, is this a remix album? Because it's like it sounds so like oh. I can only think, can describe it as like like a marble like, like music. You know how like. I don't even know if I'm doing that justice. You know, like how marbles will have like very clear and shiny with this cool stuff in it, like do 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 do, like the shiny synth of it. But the way it rolls, like it's just so smooth. Like, mm. oh, it was so breezy. Like I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, what is Trina? I don't know what the fuck it is, but it needs to be a fucking hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bounce to that Trina moo. And like you know, you usually expect him to be like the gangster rap like sort of thing, but he fits so comfortably and just like this 
this pop, you know, uh, uh, this pop rap sort of song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, the, like he goes straight from the like the preacher dog sounded dude to sound like a dude who's getting jiggy in the club and it like fits. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he, he's the guy who is like he's like the, like yeah that's what it is he feels like a mystical here like on this track oh, he yeah. jumps into that sort of fast energy rap but it's party you know what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah and it wouldn't throw you off it doesn't sound like a, like a you know 50 cent song where it's just like I guess I'm partying but I, I'm hearing a lot about how he's gonna kill me you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay uh, what did you think huh? you just reminded me <laughs> how did you feel about half this album being Super religious man of God. Yeah. And then the rest of the album being just killing this is, all the time. This is, just, he is like the most, what do you call it? Archetypal or like the stereotyped version of like the gangster. But when I win the award, I give it up to God. And it's like, but uh, you just said yeah. in the last song, how you're going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I to swear like, that. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will say this it's like when he does the religious stuff I believe it though that's the thing you know like most rappers whenever they do the sort of like oh but I gotta do the one song let them know I got some heart it's usually like okay I know you did this just to check a box but with him Mm. it really does feel like he's going through like fucking anguish he really does feel like tortured over you know uh, his life you know what I mean and so like I think that's what it is like it never comes like both sides come across as real so it never, like, it, it's weird. Like, it's, wh- what is the word? Like, it's, it's not incongruent. I'm trying to figure out that. Like, it's different energies, but they don't contradict each other in mm. terms of who he is as a believable person. Like, in the same way that, like, uh, you know, when uh, uh, MC Hammer, when he does the gangster rap song, he may be a gangster, but you just don't believe it. And he's also a man of God. Right. And I can believe that. But the gangster, I just don't believe. You know what I mean? It just doesn't. He can't portray it. But with DMX, you so believe that he's a gangster dude. And then when you hear him and how impassioned he is, you so believe that he wants to be a man who, you know, is living a more righteous path. That it's like you, it, it comes together in this sad picture of a man who's trying to be better but it's like but the streets keep pulling me back you know like yeah yeah so See, um, now it, i mm. think i would have got it if there was like more when the songs where he is just talking about just like oh killing 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 if there was a kind of sense more of remorse conflict yeah conflict. that's what it's missing it, so it really it's like, is just cool guy i'll pop you if you fuck with me yeah yeah so i was just like all right you know whatever that's why i guess how yeah, you felt about it because i didn't really know like i didn't think it was anything that really took away from it but it was obvious and it was it was a bit like i had to make note of it you know there was oh, no yeah, ignoring sure. that it's definitely part of his persona uh but and then there's we right here which i think is just uh, not as good as uh, who we be but definitely uh, a banger in terms of like this is the basketball game song you play like oh. right when you hit that dunk bring it what we ride <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> I thought that one was kind of mid honestly uh, I didn't dig that one as much I, I, I understand Ooh, okay. that one I feel like even even at the time in terms of like um, DMX's hit songs I do feel like this one was a, uh, right at the start of the cooling off period I do remember that but at the same time I do remember enjoying it enough that like whenever it showed up I, it would be like a i think it was on like mar uh 
uh, Martin Lawrence is like, run, tell that. And I remember being like, oh, shit. And I think they were like playing basketball during that scene. Mm. So I think my brain just permanently associates it. But this definitely feels like it needs to be a sports anthem. The, all right, when you slam dunk, bring it. Yeah. (laughs) Get right in the face. We ride. The gravel in his voice on this song, I just feel like Mm. it's like, it's a little gravelier than I feel like, you know, in a lot of his other songs. Because just the way he says that, we ride. Mm. (laughs) It just feels a little deeper than I feel like I hear him on the other songs, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think for him, because this, this, he also does a bit of a gimmicky flow on this. And I feel like he did that a lot. Like, uh, what was the other song? Uh, the, what's my name? Like there's like there's a defined rhythm that he's doing that you can hear and catch on to. So this is like yeah. you know, oh my god, those can't be the last words of your man. Damn, your man was so hard. <laughs> you know, so it's like, but it works for me. Like I know I'll definitely take a. a, a the other joint over this one but it still like has that flavor to it it's like I see what you're doing and I can't act like I'm not enjoying the rhythm of it you know mm. yo what the fuck <laughs> yeah uh, I think he's yeah here he's like I, he's the master of the sing song like hearable rhythm verse you know I don't know how to describe what this is but uh Tech Nine does it a lot where it's like very specifically going for a I'm not just rapping the verse I'm doing a specific like I planned a specific flow and I'm fitting the rhymes yeah. to that specific flow and the flow is right. the most important aspect of it you know mm-hmm. um so I like that one Bloodline Anthem yeah I get what you're saying <laughs> It's a little underbaked. It's a little like you. I get the feeling there's like, oh, could we not have gotten System of a Down? Like, are you guys just using the studio musicians? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> are, are you seriously just using whatever 2001's version of um, Garage Band was? No, I hear it, but but uh, I yeah. It, uh, oh yeah, this is what we yeah. The hook was a little underwhelming, and the the homophobia. But uh, yeah, the f u f word is a bit yeah. like oh. Oh, yeah, I'm All surprised right. we got this far I, in I, before yeah, we got hit with that. I'm surprised that they were straight out. It's like, <laughs> uh, <sighs> but um, let me see. And then Shorty was the bomb. This is like a story track where like, again, DMX, you think he's just like the hardcore gangster 50 Cent persona, but then he'll have times where he's like talking really fast and really slick and everyone's like, oh yeah, nah, that was a, uh, yeah, look, that head was the bomb, bro. And like just talking in certain ways where you're just kind of like, holy shit, I didn't expect him to have this impish persona, you know? But this I, song, oh, yeah. I was very skeptical about, uh. um, but ended up liking more than I thought I was going to. Really? This one, like, it, it's one of those, I think, I feel like this is one of his, because there's also the, uh, uh, what kind of games being played? How's it going now? You know, like this is kind of that level of like, oh, it's a song about a lady, and maybe you know it's the, the tales of you know what I had to deal with with this chick versus that chick. But I feel like I like that one more. That one had more heart to it, you know. Where the, which you, one was that? Uh, uh, how's it going down? Uh, it, what kinds of games are being played? How's it going down? If it's real and for the deal, then I got to know now. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, my memory's fuzzy. I think I remember uh-huh. that one though. And, and now the hook is a little silly, where it's just like, uh, "Shorty, what? Shorty wanted to give me the butt, brother trying to give me oh. the neck." <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, I remember not liking that. What was in the story of that song though? Like, I kind of don't like the hook as much. But when you get to the end of the story, where it's kind of like about him going like. 
hey, we kind of had a thing, but I was willing to let it go because she's got kids and I don't want to mess up that. And it's like a really human sort of like, oh, wow, that's kind of yeah. like a human way to end it. But with this one, it really didn't do that. You know, it was it kind of like felt like it was building up to something. And then the way it ends is just kind of like, oh, I thought she was going to have an abortion, but she kind of didn't. But but you kind of don't really it doesn't really make it clear what did happen you know like yeah i don't remember what i don't remember how this song ended like this is I just what remember was like hey we fucked and she's, and she's like oh no i might be pregnant and i was like oh no and then Who knows like, what happened though yeah but then but he goes like oh but four months go by and she looks like she's still pregnant but i thought she did something about it but and it's like well did she, what is that but you're still having sex with her it's like what? Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> uh, uh, this is how it ends yeah uh, it says uh, like if she thought that if she kept the baby she would keep me so I played the game on her level got sneaky so I'm, uh, it feels like it's building intrigue it's like oh she's trying to do something yeah. so I'm gonna try to do something uh. but then it's like let her have the kid she said it was premature found out she was six months when she said she was four so I left her with the pressure on the next man's arm but she'll be alright because shorty was the bomb okay so so they just broke up then but while she was still, so she, so she's still pregnant. But she was only four. She was further um, along than he said she was. So I, did she fuck someone else? It was that what's being said here. Like, hmm. But it was like let her have the kid. But then she said it was premature. So was it a pre? It was a. Did it die? You know what I mean? Like what preemie? You yeah, know what I, I mean? Yeah, I don't like, know. Um, <laughs> I, I just liked how fun it sounded. And, like, the instrumental was fun and bouncy. Yeah. And at first, I was like, oh, no, about him kind of right. singing on the chorus. I was like, oh, no, what is this? Uh, but, yeah, and then, uh, give me a motherfucking break. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it all ended up working. It was just like a, like, it's just kind of silly. It's not, it's not taking itself too serious. And I like those. So I ended up liking it. I didn't think I was going to, but it, it, it kind of warmed its way. It, it, it warmed up to me. Mm. What did you think of Damien 3? Um, it's okay. Yeah. It- I had to, I had to listen back, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I was sitting here like, Damien 3, I was like, so I know we only listened to one of these. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so what else could I have went happened? back. <laughs> um, Damien, the first track mm-hmm. was on the, uh, the first one we listened to. It, it's uh, Dark and it? Hell is Hot, right? Yes. And at the end of that song, he makes a deal with the devil, and the devil's yeah. like, hey, remember your friend from way back when? Uh, you gotta kill him. And DMX is like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And Damien's like, huh. Huh, well, uh, if you don't, I'm taking that right hand. And yeah. DMX just ends up being like, well, it's like, it's, it's, it feels going? like he looks at the camera and goes, <laughs> uh-oh, uh, feels like my troubles have just begun. <laughs> <laughs> So then it's like for the next adventures of DMX. Store to be continued, motherfucker. It's like, oh shit, okay, cool. So then we fast forward to flesh of It does literally say to be continued, motherfucker. Yeah. So then we fast forward to Flesh of My Flesh with The Omen, which is Damien 2, but it's not called Damien 2. <laughs> Why would you do that? It's called The Omen, and it unfortunately features Marilyn Manson on oh. it. It's, oh, no. It's not great. Uh, um, does it at least, like, continue the story? Yeah, 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 yeah. What um, happens? Is it just, like, <laughs> I took okay, your right so, hand? <laughs> so it's really weird. For the first minute and a half, you hear, you hear like, you hear the machine just beep. 
A murder was the case that they gave me. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> yeah. And you, you hear the heart. They hear the heart monitor going, and the, this woman is going, "No, not my baby. No, my baby can't. My baby oh can't die." And I'm like, "Okay, I don't know who this is." Is it clear they hired know. someone to come in just to say, "Oh no, my baby." <laughs> yeah, it really is just like kind of whatever. And it goes on for a really long time. She's like, no, it can't be. Not my baby. And you're like, okay. So you're not telling me. Is this <laughs> is this the mom of the guy that DMX was trying to was was like oh. Damien was trying for da- for DMX to kill mm. at the end of the last one? Or is this a woman who just had a premature like because like is it a is it a, is it a literal baby yeah. <laughs> is it a baby that we that might not pull through or is it just like a grown man that is this mother's baby so i don't know we don't know anything flat lines the woman screams it echoes and it fades out and then it's like so that was just an an unrelated skit i guess <laughs> cuz now the song proper starts and you got Mar- and you got Marilyn Manson doing this chorus with his just uh, the voice, mm. and nothing happens. And DMX just starts praying for redemption, and the whole what time, the and the whole time, Damien's like, "Hey, uh, don't you do that?" What? And DMX is like, "No, I, I want you out of here." And Damien's like, mm, "I wouldn't do that." What and then the nothing fuck? happens. What the fuck? What so the then. Fuck? <laughs> then we get to Damien Dude, 3. Mother- when I hear tracks like this, it always just feels like these motherfuckers made songs and they weren't actually expecting anyone to like <laughs> hear them. And then they're like, oh shit, we got to release something? Uh, just release that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that needed to be its whole song because what literally I don't hell? think anything happens. He just fucking breathes. He just has a psychotic episode and just goes like, oh, I'm having a panic attack, Lord, please help me. Like, I what need, the I fuck? Need to get, Damien, get him out of here. So then we fast forward to Damien 3, and correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I got out of it, all I have written down is DMX tells Damien to fuck off, and he does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was easy. <laughs> well, that was easy, button. <laughs> What about my right hand? Uh, whatever, fuck it. You can keep it, I guess. Uh, the, the story isn't going anywhere, and it's not worth my trouble anymore. I'm done. You this know, is boring. Yeah, this is like, you had me kill a friend of mine. Why am I still dead with you anyway? Or, or, or maybe not, brother. Maybe he didn't. We don't know if he actually did or didn't. Like what? What is that? Like, you gotta... Come on, man. Be consistent with what you're doing. Like, keep track of what you're doing in your own story. I feel like there's so many rap songs. I think uh, EPMD also had this thing, and I remember people also complaining about that, where it's like, oh, Jenny, Jenny won, and then Jenny two, and Jenny's revenge. And, but it's like, if you actually Jennifer, like, listen. oh, Jenny. Or the Superman lover, part one and two oh. with Red Man. <laughs> it's like, but it never actually, like, amounts to much, you know? Like, they never really have, like, a big operatic plan. It's never like, oh, man, when I was 12, I had this big idea, but I wanted to you know put it piecemeal into a song it always clearly sounds like oh shit i didn't know that first song was gonna be so big okay i guess i should do something else <laughs> you know 
Yeah, like, was everyone talking about Damien that I was like, oh, fuck, we need more of this. We need to see where this goes. I mean, like, it is a cool thing with the, the you know, the voice. Like, DMX is capable of so much with his voice that you don't expect. You expect it to just be the dark uh, voice. But then he's doing, like, this most deaf, you know, sl- slickster, trickster voice. Like, come on, B. I thought we was cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, there is something um, to, to that, but yeah, how so much of this is just building up and not really, it's all about how, like, hey, man, uh, why, why did you, you're kind of an asshole, I should not fuck with you. Nah, you shouldn't do that, but it's like, but I shouldn't, <laughs> and then it's just at the end, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna fuck with you, and then it's, uh, alright, I'll just leave, and it's like, well, it seemed like it was gonna mean something, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. I, I thought the song had a catchy chorus, and I liked the beat on it, but... Other than that, I was like, I'm I'm glad this is done. I yeah. guess because like, this didn't go anywhere. There's one part where he goes, where he says, "Uh, I don't even know why I fucked with you from the door. Cause you know I would have given you, uh, cause you know I can give you what you want and more." And it's like I could have got it from him, but you would have had to wait. I I wouldn't have had to wait. Come on, throw it. Like I kind of like that a little bit, where it's like kind of taking him into account, like. Oh, hey, you could have taken the time, but you know you didn't want to. You know you wanted the riches and fame now. Like, I like a little bit of, like, dissecting himself through that, right? Yeah. But it just doesn't do it enough. And then by the time it gets to the end, it just feels like, oh, uh, you know, Lord Jesus, come on, dog. Look who you fucking, uh, uh, please help me. What's up, dog? Man, you bugging. Keep the devil. Thug life. Thought we was tight. Out of my life. I'll be back, all right? Psych. What? Yeah, what was that? What was the psych? Was d- was he saying psych? Was the demon saying I'll be back? Psych. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. I was, I was just going to leave. <laughs> like, what? I'll be back in part four. No. <laughs> but yeah, and, and, and he does make a point. He's like, an eye for an eye. What happened to my piece of the pie? You did promise him. Like, what? Don't go back as yeah. you were now. Stop acting like you weren't talking to someone who was like clearly a demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take some accountability. <laughs> He was there in his top hat in devil horns. He asked for your right hand, and it wasn't in marriage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then went on nothing. Uh, this oh, yeah. shiny, bright beat, which oddly works with his... Like, he somehow cleans it up for this one, where it makes it like it's a bit of a little jiggy beat. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm. a little light grrrs at the very beginning. <laughs> just I like, like don't the grrrs, I gotta admit. Yeah, he's like, don't forget who this is. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. But, but then it, like, brightens up. Fucking Stephanie Mills singing on this track. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> mm. And then just the fact that it's like, you know, the song is about, like, hey, you know, what are you going to do when I'm nothing? <laughs> you know? And um, what is it? Oh, yeah, and that's how he is. It's like, and you cats won't like it when the rain hits. That's the nigga X on the same shit. And if you want to see how fucked up the game gets, watch how they do when you ain't shit. <laughs> what you going to do when I'm nothing? <laughs> God damn, we're, we're, we're up at the club, we're having a good time, we got the nice 90s bright suit, pastel suits on, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, oh my god, I miss you. Mm. The song was grandma, I was like, damn it, X, are you are you gonna do this right now? Are you gonna make me cry right now? Like, Fuck you, man. Fuck you, don't do this, man. We were just supposed Dude, to be having... gonna make me cry in the club? Yeah, you're right, we were supposed to be just having, uh, you know, gangsters popping bubbly with bitches, now you're making me cry about your grandma, don't do this, man. <laughs> it's not your fault, it's not your fault. 
he makes you feel the impact of it, man. You really do feel like, holy shit. And then the part where he's just like talking about his life and his family and just sort of like the, hey, you know, I know some people might not like this, but you're like, I feel like, you know, it's important to update you on what's happening. And you kind of hear like different people are doing good and different people are doing bad. Like it really is a mixed bag where you're like, oh, uh, all right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, yo, number track 11, number 11. This fucking speed racing beat with the and then you hear that little that high stabbing machine sound. You know what I mean? I was like, what the yeah. fuck is this? This indie five hundred rap beat sounded thing. Like, <laughs> yo, I was so like, like I could feel myself hanging on to the back of the goddamn car. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he goes in, and motherfucker's like, you think your shit is hot, bitch? Just because you said it fast, I'm about to dead it fast. You popped off a little gas. I was like, damn. <laughs> Putting, uh, putting all these uh, speed rappers to task. <laughs> and then I don't understand what the, was the point of the pull up and pull out skits. I, I don't know either. <laughs> like, I didn't need them. I mean, they're super fucking short. I yeah. just don't know what the point of it. Like, you could have seriously just had these at the beginning and right. end of I'm a bang because of how short they were. Or and it wouldn't have mattered. Just put like, have this be the intro and outro. Like, doesn't that feel right? We're just like, oh, we're about to yeah. go in. Here's the album. The album is the robbery, you know, and then we're getting out. We're making oh. out like bandits, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm a bang, yo, it, this fucking rock rap, but it fits with this, like, it kind of weirdly fits with the, the, the glitzy sort of jiggy product, you know what I mean? Like, it, it has bangs. A, yeah, it has a rock beat to it, but it's still kind of like, you're still doing the puffy thing with the shoulders, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> And then what was that one lyric? It's like, suck my dick. How about that? Loose lips is loose clips and cruise hit. I run with niggas from Israel who hijack cruise ships. Holy Whoa. fuck. <laughs> like, goddamn. <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> that would fucking suck. You're having a good time with your family. And then just come over to the PA system. Uh, we've been hijacked. Uh, <laughs> everyone kindly put your belongings in the, the satchel that's coming around. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> we're, and then knowing that, like, we're going to be here for a while. Like, you know, we can't go anywhere. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> Being like, kidnapped does suck, yeah. Yeah, but at the very least, if you're kidnapped I think, I think on we're land. some new ground here. Yeah, if, if you're kidnapped on land, there's a chance you might escape. <laughs> Like, you know? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, maybe you can find a tunnel some sort of way. If you're on a boat. Like, you're not getting anywhere. You're not going anywhere. No. They're not seeing. But, yeah, I'm a bang was definitely a killer. Uh, you could be blind. I remember being like, why is it called You Could Be Blind? Like, he kind of makes a yeah, point, I don't but remember. not really. Oh, yeah, this is the girl sings the hook. You could be blind, but you're going to see it when you need to see it. You could, you're going to be fine because you're going to be here when you need to be here. And I feel like the verses don't really, like, concur with what's happening, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just don't remember it really fitting like that, you know? Then we got the prayer four? Yeah, the prayer four. And as much as the other prayer, I remember being, like, super impactful. This one was still pretty fucking good, too. Um, yeah. As far I, as prayers go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and like, it's interesting because he'll, like, put in, like, multi-syllabic flows in it, but it doesn't feel like he's trying to impress you. It really does feel like it's just, like, 
He's telling you, like, I will love you like you love me unconditionally. I will always be prepared for what the mission will be. Give the nutrition to me and I'll properly digest it. And when I give it back, I'll show you it's where a uh, word well invested. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a, oh, man. Yeah. It, he really does sound like someone using these words to mean what he's saying. You know what I mean? Now, I will say the the last track, A Minute for Your Son, it's a good enough ending. It was It was cool enough. But I remember it just not hitting me as hard as like the emotional moments, like the prayers and stuff were hitting me. You know what I mean? Because I remember having that moment when I got to the end. It was like, wait, a minute for your son. And then getting to the end and be like, oh, I thought he was going to be like talking to his son. But oh, he's talking about like, God. oh, I get it. <laughs> no, it's it's not bad. It's not a bad verse. But I feel like I guess after the song dedicated to the grandma, it, it, that was like the emotional height. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah, this doesn't. This doesn't just doesn't hit me in the exact same like as much as yeah I feel like this is the most where DMX feels like a little too leaning into the you know uh uh uh, uh you know Sunday school the uh, you know uh, guy who's cool with the game. you know what I mean he's had a hard life you can see his tattoos you know what I'm saying but he's oh, gonna sure you know like it felt he pulls a, up the sleeve shows you one right it, like this one felt like it's a little leading too much to do it so it's like when I can feel the passion of what uh, of his conviction like in the last song I, I feel a lot more but when it's this one where it's just like come on guys don't we all know that the Lord is the right way to be like it, yeah it feels a little too Veggie Tales which is weird <laughs> as fuck <laughs> to say about DMX but hey that's the side of him you know what i mean you can't say he's not an honest man uh, I, I do really want to look up the youtuber because i want to give him a shout out but i, I recently watched a video about veggie tales specials oh, i heard about the thing where it's like they wanted to try to keep the company going by making that movie but then the movie ended up really like draining them it's like no veggie tales i remember that shit they they kind of fell off after that i think it was specifically the christmas specials is what the video is about mm. And how, like, the first two movies are, like, pretty much about how capitalism is ruining <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> and how, like, the, goes hard in the, pain. We're, we're, the, the enemy of the story is always, like, a businessman or some capitalist. It's always the, the, it's the like, celery oh, shit, guy, okay. yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or, or the cucumber dude. Cucumber like, oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and the celery guys or the leeks or whatever is like, you, you uh, we all know you don't need to buy new stuff, but you and I both know you want to buy more stuff, you know, like. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I remember the Madam Blueberry episode. So that's the thing. They're actually teaching kids, like, lessons about, like, hey, you know, don't be materialistic. This stuff's not really going to fulfill you, you know, like. And also, I remember the where's God when, my, when I'm scared thing which is kind of like a you know oh, shit yeah i remember that being like and that's you know that's just good things for a kid to be like hey you don't have to be scared the things that you see on tv aren't actually real you know like uh they, they did a thing where it's like oh i'm the frankenstein guy from tv and you know that stuff is actually just all imagined it's like that's a good thing for a <laughs> kid to see like it seems basic like as an adult but like you know for a kid not getting it like you know what i mean i'm gonna break kayfabe real quick oh no you're like fuck veggie tail they can eat my dick Oh no! <laughs> it is so weird how VeggieTales still gets love, but it's like because their shit wasn't just believe in God, because that's right, you know. Like the video I saw was called "The Bonkers Theology of VeggieTales Christmas Specials" by Laura Crone. Check out her stuff. I've seen a few of her videos. Um, 
Uh, Ella Enchanted triggers my bookworm baggage is a good one. Hmm. Uh, She's the man is high friggin' art is another good oh, one. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is just you know a lot of good shit in there. Um, there's a good video about Repo the Genetic Opera that I watched it was really good. Hmm. Who's this? Just again? good shit all around. That's uh, Laura Crone again on uh, on YouTube. And then we got uh, a bunch of bonus tracks. I listened to a few of them, and then I got bombarded with homophobic slurs and oh, said, God. you know what? I think I've heard enough of this. I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, and, and I've already sat through, like, five. I think I've sat through plenty. And the thing is, like, the production on most of the album is stellar. It's like fucking, like, whoa, we really, like, stepped it up. <laughs> and then as soon as you get to these tracks, it's like, oh, here we are. We're back to the in-house producers, you know? <laughs> Next out the kennel did sound like shit. I will say that. <laughs> oh my god! And wasn't it literally like it like stops every verse to be like, and now here comes the next guy. And it's like like it's a fucking yeah. uh, rap video game. Where it's like choose your rapper. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we gotta we gotta reset the entire stage because the next rapper has to introduce himself. Yeah, imagine if it is a character select screen and you hover <laughs> over the character and instead of just a little like quick default animation like an idle animation or, the, or or like those old wrestling video games where they're just like hey if you want to win i'm the only one that can beat the rest of these jerks and that's right. it and then it cuts the next person but instead it's like you have to sit through a minute and a half rap verse and the cursor won't move from that person if once it started like you gotta sit through the whole thing <laughs> oh shit and as soon as it ends, it's like, okay, click. And it's like, oh, introducing. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> and so the thing, Here like, we go. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta watch that. Like, when you're on like, you gotta, like, be even more cautious the more you go through it. And be like, I don't want to accidentally settle. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> if, if you hover over a person for more than half a second, it autoplays. You need to go, like, you need to click over to the right one right away and click X. Like, no, I know who I want. This is it. And, and that's the thing. So, like, he's had, there's like no guest features up to this bonus track. So it yeah. so just feels like, oh yeah, and here's these guys. <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> these were the guys that, like, they were promised spots on the album, but they didn't tell him where. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. It was on the bonus track that no one's gonna remember because they turned it off after the last track. <laughs> as soon as I saw how long the last track was, I was like, there better be bonus cuts because ah, I'm right. not I like, it, it's listening a to. For your son, you're like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was like, is the name ironic here? Like, oh, it's a minute for your son, but the song's actually 16. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I was legit hoping that it was gonna be a really long thing of him like like a really heartfelt 16 minute thing I was like holy shit we're about to go in but then when it just kind of became another song <laughs> with the choose your character versus I was just like oh <laughs> alright <laughs> oh. we're back in we're back squarely in the shitty PS1 side of uh, 2001 you know <laughs> overall I walked away with a 3 oh I gave it a 4 yeah. I, I, uh, I thought it was a really solid listen Definitely some uh, bits that pulled it down a bit, but I feel like most of the bullshit was on bonus tracks, so I don't really count that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn it, if you wanted to be counted, put it on the track list. <laughs> it's not really lasting for me. There are definitely some standouts, like I said, mostly on the second half, which is weird. The first half is kind of a mixed bag, and it took a minute to really you know, jump into second gear. Mm. But, um, yeah. I, I definitely see the school song kind of, like, 
stopping the momentum. That but, should have been a bonus cut. Yeah, right? Of all the things that should have been bonus cuts, Jesus Christ. The I, shouting out I people, no one knows. <laughs> I always bring it up, but Sublime, on their first album, they have a song called Crucial Thanks, and it is seriously just like, you could hear, you could literally hear them uncrinkling a piece of paper <laughs> at the very beginning of it. And being like, hey, uh, here's a bunch of people we wanted to uh, shout out. And, like, for some people, they go, oh, yeah, let me tell you about this. So we we had to, like, crash <laughs> on this guy's couch oh, wow. uh, in between, cool. like, sessions. So they give you a little bit of background detail about why they're thanking this very specific right. person. Like, oh, that's okay, cool. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it goes on forever, <laughs> but it's at the end of the album. So if you, you don't want to hear you it, want, yeah. <laughs> you could check out before it. Yeah. So that about does it for this week's episode of Going Off. Thank you so, so, so much for checking us out this week, spending your time with us, and big thanks if you're one of the folks that subscribe, that uh, requested an album for us to talk about on this show this week. That means a lot, and it makes the show what it is. And right. uh, make sure you're also following us on Twitter, Patreon, Kofi, YouTube, everywhere. We're, we're fucking everywhere. So we got the link trees in the description, so make sure you're following us on all cross platforms i'm way more active on tiktok these days so check out riff commas on tiktok and we also got the fan house and rc is holding it down on twitch that's right twitch.tv slash rap critical where i'd still be doing streams that you can request you can request either a, a song or an album or a, a request for a best of an artist stream um yes uh, as well as uh, so yeah the kofi.com slash rap critic is where you can slash. get yeah, uh, but there's no rhyme there, so. <laughs> KO, oh, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see, you're the right. KO dash, F I, that comes that. Okay. That's, that's the formula there, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess it is also there, but. Uh, Whatever. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm being a dumbass. <laughs> I'm just trying to end the show. <laughs> like, give me a break. Uh, give me a break like DMX. Give me a break. <laughs> give me a fucking break. Give me a break. <laughs> I love it when someone just says that like, r- like really just sort of insists like, hey man, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where it's, it's like the feeling of it's like it's I'm obviously dealing with a lot of shit right now, man. He's up. <laughs> they made a fucking breaking point. They stopped being nice. Yeah. They've been trying to be polite this whole time, and it's like, relax, will you? <laughs> get off my fucking back. Yeah, right. Get off my back. Uh, no, but uh, what the fuck is it? So I guess yeah, ko dash fi dot com slash Oh, hey, slash. Yeah, I guess all our Kofi, feel free to use that one for your marketing or whatever. But no, yeah, that's for specifically for stuff outside of the going off podcast requests, as well as patreon.com slash rap critic. If you want to uh, see episodes early, my editor actually just got me the uh, uh, edit for the next episode that I'm going to be doing. Uh, That's right. And as well as new exclusive songs I'm going to be uploading up on there. I've been doing that uh, consistently for the last couple of months, giving them giving y'all new material outside of just a rap critic. So, you know, expanding the universe, you know what I'm saying, into the music you know so you get to hear that exclusively yeah. first uh so yeah uh, and the review a new podcast episodes where i review movies that's on there you know so you get to hear those episodes first plus get to join the rap critic discord and chat with me and fellow fans so get with act like you want all that fun sexy stuff uh and until next time folks mm. i'm the rap critic and i'm muse 
At first we're gonna rock, then we're gonna mm. roll, then we're going mm. off. Don't let it go. Gop gonna give it to you. Mm. We gonna give it to you. Mm. Gop gonna give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Gop. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 